Welcome back to the Buds, Beers, and Brutality podcast. Fuck, this episode is going to be awesome. Yeah. We have been preparing for this for months. Yeah. Months. Weeks. Weeks. Years. Years. Months. Our whole entire fucking lives have led us to this episode. Uh-oh. But before we go into that, let's go around. I am Chris here with our usual bunch of chuds. What's up, boys? Ah, you know? We're just and who are you? Feeling the burn from, from <laughs> next week's episode. Wait, who, I'm, I'm Carlos. I am here. I, I, mean, I usually have something like witty to say or, you know, something anyway. I don't know, man. I'm fucked up. <laughs> That's good enough. I'm Shampoo with my, my head hung in shame from the shenanigans oh. of, uh, oh. of our trip. As you yes. And I'm Brandon, and I'm just here to hear all the great stories from your guys' trip. We're yeah. telling you. Brandon was not able to go, but uh, you were there in spirit. Brandon was fucking busy. Yeah. Brandon's got a lot of shit going on. Want to see how this feels? While you're... I do. Ooh. Drop a movie quote before you deploy it. Yes. Oh, by the way, Brandon is holding a switchblade, and we'll get into that. The switchblade is the fifth member of the 3B family. <laughs> I don't know what movie quote. Just uh... any. Trust me, it changes the tone of any movie Tom quote. Atkins quote. Do it right now. What? It just, put me on the spot. Just do it. Tom just Atkins say that's quote. why God made fathers. You know what? <laughs> Life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> that one was actually used was, <laughs> during that weekend. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of hoping you were going to say throw me. Throw me? Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, with no further ado, this is our Days of the Dead Spectacular. Also known as White Castle and Switchblades. Some Days of the Dead. Cafefe. Cafefe. <laughs> White Castle and Switchblades, like Bitches and Burgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> bitches and Burgers. And that's pretty much what the weekend consisted of. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to open a Hooters knockoff <laughs> restaurant, and that's what's going to be called, Bitches and Burgers. It was mostly burgers. <laughs> With a little bit of shampoo sprinkled in there. Yeah. Yeah. Before we get into that, bitches. <laughs> before we get into shampoo bashing, too okay, much, okay, well, all right. I want to thank everybody that contributed to the GoFundMe to help us pull this off. We really want to thank everybody that had any hand in in, in helping us uh, do this because it was fucking incredible. I had a great time. It <laughs> was it was absolutely amazing. I uh, can't thank you guys enough. And now we're going to bash shampoo like the <laughs> graphic on the front of a can of pachanga. <laughs> but before you guys start absolutely crushing me, uh, I did get a chance to interview the promoter from Days of the Dead. His name's Adolfo, and he was cool as shit. So without further ado, here you go. Hey, this is Shampoo from Bud's Beers and Brutality Podcast, and join with me here is Adolfo Dorta of the Days of the Dead Horror Convention. How are you doing today, Adolfo? Pretty good. How are you, man? I am doing excellent. Um, first off, I just want to thank you for giving us the chance to to attend Days of the Dead Indianapolis. I can speak for the rest of the guys. We had an absolute blast. Right on. Good to hear. What'd you guys like most about the show? Would you Would you find fun about it? If you don't mind me asking. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I think the most fun thing was actually just getting a chance to to go and meet some of uh, some of our idols and and stuff. Um, I know I for one was stoked to meet Felissa Rose. We've had her on the show, and she was. <coughs> Absolutely amazing. Same thing with Larry Zerner, one of the coolest people ever. Uh, Chris from our show was completely starstruck getting a chance to get uh, uh, a little bit of a, a choking from Kane Hodder. He was he was pretty thrilled about that. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, 
Um, you know, not to not to turn the interview on you. I just, you know, I'm curious sometimes, and, I, and I'll usually ask people when I'm talking to them for the first time because it's it's fun to hear all the different reasons that people have uh, for enjoying these kinds of things. You know, some people go for the film, some people go uh, just to people watch, some people like meeting the celebrities, and it's it's just cool. Um, you know, as a promoter and and also as a fan to hear just sort of where people are coming from when they when they attend your show and, and what it is that they they want to see as well, you know, what excites them. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, the the celebrity guests aside, the the show itself was very well run. Um, the venue that it was at was was tremendous. There was lots of space. Uh, everything was spread out perfectly. Uh, n- there weren't any real congested areas and. Uh, even even whenever there were lines, everything moved along really quickly, and just getting a chance to get out and meet some of the people that are really entrenched in the horror community, um, you know, we we all got to kind of stick together because uh, we're about as niche as it gets when it comes to to film interest. Yeah, and, and not you know, I'm glad you brought that up because it's one thing that I um I tell people all the time. You know, it's not the the horror convention scene isn't like you know the the comic con scene or the pop culture scene or anything like that like you know when you go to one of these shows you're probably seeing like 75 to 80 percent of the people that comprise the quote-unquote scene and you know it's so important for everybody to take care of each other it's so important to have everybody have each other's backs and just kind of encourage a good time you know um it's something so so odd to me that you know, whenever you see sort of conflict or whenever you see, um, it, you know, it's just it, it, you get you get what I'm saying. Like it's it's such a small niche thing that you know what we have is 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 real special. I mean, ex- explain a horror convention to anybody at your day job. You know, explain going to meeting you know Kane Hodder and turning around and there's a dude dressed up as Jace and carrying around a machete in a crowd full of people, and that's totally normal. You know, seeing people walking around. Um, you know, in like full zombie makeup or, um, you know, just like the kind of stuff like Halloween in July, you know, like you go to your day job and you try to explain that to somebody, you try to explain to somebody that you're getting together with a group of people to talk about your, your favorite, goriest, bloodiest horror films. And there's like, you know, they'll look at you like you're fucking crazy. You know, there's no explaining that shit to somebody that isn't a fan. So, you know, those of us that are, we got to, you know, we're a pack, we're a family, we got to stick together and we really got to nurture this thing. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, in fact, uh, Kane Hodder called me a sloppy vagina whenever I met him and I was trying to explain to people why that was awesome that Kane Hodder called me a sloppy vagina and they were like, I don't, I don't understand. I was like, man, you, you just, you, you don't know unless you know. <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're not in, the, if you're not in, then you don't, you know, it's just, you can't explain it to somebody why that's cool, but you know, I, I mean, I think that's that's the part that's the fun, the part that's fun too. You know, uh, just it, it gives people a weekend to go and let their hair down and experience things that they don't normally get to experience. You know, in their daily lives. I mean, the world's kind of fucked up and crazy enough as it is that you know we need a release like this every so often. Absolutely. And that actually brings me uh, to one of the first questions I had. Uh, do you have any sort of like crazy guest or attendee stories that, that really just separate themselves from the pack? Um, like crazy good or crazy bad? Uh, I mean, I'll leave that up to you. Um, hmm. You know, I, I, I think I think to me, like, it, you know, this is probably going to be a much more boring answer than you 
might have wanted. Um, I just, you know, when I go to the show in work mode, sometimes it's, you know, I miss out on a lot of the after party stuff and I, and I hear about it secondhand, but like, to me, it's just crazy to go in and, and having done this show 23 times and, and going and seeing like show after show after show, you know, working with people that, that I grew up, you know, fucking like being crazy about that. I, I grew up watching guys like Sid Haig and Bill Mosley and, and Kane Hodder and, you know, just just all these personalities and these icons whose like action figures I have on my walls and whose whose posters I collected when I was younger. And, and to me, that that's the crazy part to me. You know, um, I'm sure I'm sure other people have much more interesting. You know, there's one instance in Atlanta where I heard somebody, uh, you know, gave Gary Busey, of all people, a, a combat knife. And he was just kind of being Gary Busey walking around the hotel and actually ended up tripping a fire alarm somehow and they evacuated the building. I mean, I remember the fire alarm going off. I, I don't know for sure what Gary did to set it off, but he was the one that we all blamed. Um, you know, there was a time also in, at an Atlanta show where we were doing uh, like a band playing uh, for the after party and somebody had uh, like one of those guns that launches the t-shirts that you see at the uh, at the fo- at the basketball arenas and whatnot you know what I'm talking about sure sure well I guess they 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 started putting beer cans in that and just launching them all over the place and ended up busting a few windows out in the bar and I mean you know stuff like that that, that kind of like it's become so much the norm at our shows after hours um, you know where it gets a little goofy but I think I think what blows my mind is still that that we've been doing it and it's worked. You know, I mean, I just I'm not like a, a business dude. I'm not like one of these guys that had like some trust fund money to blow and decided to just start a horror convention. I'm dude. I'm a, I'm a guy that goes to horror conventions himself and used to do press for a website, which is how I got involved with this. And they asked me to come on board, and I did. And I'm just I'm still kind of figuring i'll wake up any minute now and 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 so that's that's probably the crazy part for me yeah i can i can only imagine um like we've we've been doing our show for for a little bit over a year and whenever we started out we were very much just you know a couple of friends talking talking around a microphone watching a movie and drinking beer and fast forward a little over a year later and we're going to you know like your horror convention and we're meeting celebrities and we're getting (laughs) interviews and like any day it feels like all right well this is gonna come to an end here pretty soon so let's just enjoy it while it lasts but it just keeps getting bigger and cooler so i i totally understand that that feeling that you have there albeit in a much much smaller capacity yeah you know i i i don't even know i mean i just i think it's a different capacity you know i've i've done radio stuff too can work man kudos to you guys for for even doing it for a year i mean i i did it for like maybe six to eight months and and it is rough, man. What you guys do is awesome. Um, so kudos to you. Uh, but yeah, man, I, you know, we just went into the first one hoping we didn't lose our ass and just looking to have a good, you know, like seven years later, we're in five cities. So that's, you know, it's, it's still weird to me, but it's, it's fucking cool. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, so with, re- with regard to the guests, um, do you have any, any sort of like favorite guests, uh, like people that, that you still sort of fanboy about or, um, on the flip side, anyone that you've, that you've tried to get or, or have had that you don't think you would, you would go after again? Uh, as far as, as, as far as the latter part of that question, I usually try not to, um, you know, drag anyone's name in the mud or, or air dirty laundry or anything like that. But, um, 
I got no problem saying Corey Feldman is is somebody who we'd never work with again. Um, that dude was just so rude three times, and it was probably two times too many. Just rude to his fans, rude to the staff. Um, just absolutely didn't give a shit about being there. And you know, it's a bummer because you know when when fans take time out of their lives to come out and meet somebody that they really have a high regard for, somebody that they've they've seen in some of their favorite movies and and they're paying their hard-earned money to have that experience. I think the least you can do is, um, you know, just give them, give them your best. And, and Corey certainly wasn't doing that. And, uh, you know, at our Atlanta show, he made a disabled girl leave in tears. I mean, never punctual to any of his, you know, commitments and just, you know, fuck that guy. Uh, pretty much, pretty much like, Everything that's wrong with with what you could have going into a celebrity fan interaction, Corey Corey's done. So um, I know he's touring around now with his you know his angels and you know doing all that sort of weird shit. So hopefully that goes well enough for him that he stays out of the convention scene because he's just he's not a friendly guy. He's not a he's not a nice person at all. Yeah, um, that's what I've heard. That is what I've heard. On the flip side, people that are a pleasure to deal with, um, Alice Cooper, who uh, we had at our last Chicago show this past November, um, was pretty much the complete opposite. Super generous, super nice, like not demanding at all. For, for a guy of his caliber, I mean, fucking Alice Cooper, he's a, a renaissance man in the horror genre from film to theater to music, art, everything that, that you can kind of pretty much put out there. I mean, he's he's done it. And, and done it well and paved the path for so, like low-key and chill and you know he hung out and took time with fans he was super nice to all of the volunteers all of our staff very nice guy very humble very generous with his time uh the pretty much total opposite of Corey. so you know alice cooper and and most recently who we had at the indianapolis show that you guys were to stat uh matthew lillard super good with the fans super good with our staff and our volunteers. And, you know, those are the kind of people we like to work with. And those are the kind of people we like to have back. You know, we don't, we, we, we don't like to just make it an autograph show. We'd like to have celebrities that, you know, are going to have those interactions with the fans that are going to hang out after talking to you about stuff and, and, and aren't going to just make it about the exchange of money. Yeah. And that's, that's definitely something I noticed with, with, uh, Matthew Lillard at the show is that he was very, very accommodating of everyone. He always had the biggest line, uh, on Saturday, uh, and even into Sunday and every single person who came up, he made sure he, he took some time, he talked to them and had an exchange. It wasn't just, you know, here, take a picture, sign your autograph. All right. See ya. Um, which was very cool for, for a guy of his, uh, his star power. Yeah, yeah, and and you know they have a shitty time, or somebody's rude to whatever. You know those guests, like they could be the most sought after guests in the in the business, and I I'm inclined to stay away from them just because you know I'm a fan too, and and I know what it's like to have somebody, you know, you meet somebody and that interaction went so poorly that now you end up taking a poster off the wall. I mean I've. I've taken quite a few off the wall over the years, and it's just – it sucks. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you never want to have an, an interaction that goes so poorly that you not only carry that with you, but you also uh, lose a part of yourself whenever whenever you meet someone that's, that's that disappointing. Yeah. So – a lot of people in Indianapolis, uh, there was a lot of cosplayers there. Have you ever seen a cosplay that just absolutely blew your mind? 
I mean, so is Chicago. I mean, there's um, Mike Long, who, who's a guy that you may have seen. He's doing the Count Dacula um, at, uh, at, in, at the indie show. In the past, he's done a Frankenberry. Uh, he's done, like, a big dragon rider. I, I mean, he's always doing stuff. That's a guy that always impresses me. Also, uh, Christina Lakey and Tish uh, Delano, who not a lot of people um, associate with, with costuming or, or only do so recently, they, um, they are out of Michigan. But lately, they've been killing it with some really great costumes. They always do some fun-themed cosplay. They did uh, Ghost Chicago uh, at uh, Rick Moranis. This was Gozer, and somebody else was Dana. And uh, they just—they're always so creative and so fun with with their. I always try to give them a shout out when I can. But one costume that always sticks out in my mind—it's not because it was so pop or or well acted. Nobody um, seemed to get it, and it was Jack Nance from Eraser. And I'm probably and I, I like I pulled him aside at the costume. Concert. I'm a huge fan. I love Eraserhead. This costume is awesome. And he, he just kind of gave me an awkward sort of, um, you know, like smile and kind of walked away, you know, very like awkwardly. And he had the character down to me, but I don't think very many people um, who he was supposed to be upsetting. Uh, yeah, there are a few. Those are a few good ones. I mean, it, it's hard to name down because there's so much fantastic talent out there in the, in the whole cross play scene and, you know, I, I'm I'm happy to see that you know at times it even rivals Comic Con cosplay get all the attention. Yeah, absolutely. We we uh, we went on a segment where we were actually just interviewing different cosplayers. We actually did get to talk to to Count Chocula. That was that was pretty impressive. The nine foot tall Count Chocula. That guy's a beast. He's awesome. Yeah, he was he was really cool. Um, so I don't want to take up too much more of your time here tonight. Um, so just uh, what sort of uh, upcoming shows and, and dates do you have? Like what cities are you guys going to be in for the rest of this year? Um, we got uh, our next stop is we, uh, we're going to be taking over the Crown Airport Hotel in Louisville, Kentucky. It's a short 90-minute drive. The Wyndham, Indianapolis, but, uh, you may have just been there. And uh, that's going to be September 1st. We- Hudson doing a Ghostbusters photo op, which is, you know, one of my favorites. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. And uh, a lot more. Uh, Kurt Angle for the wrestling fans as well. Jerry Lawler. And then uh, here we always are our biggest show. And um, doing that at the Chicago Schomburg Marriott, November 21st through the 23rd. So um, you can go ahead and hit up daysofthedead.net and uh, get a little bit of info on our future date. We've got five shows coming in 2018, including uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, which we just recently added and we're very excited about. Uh, but other than that, we've got Atlanta and uh, the Indy, uh, Chicago. So a- anywhere you're at, there's probably a Days of the Dead show within a couple-hour driving distance. Well, it sounds like you have a pretty full slate. Uh, it's definitely going to be really exciting. I know we had a we had a great time at Indianapolis. Um, we're hoping to to try to get out to Chicago again um, because your your show is absolutely one of the the best conventions. Definitely one of the most uh, well run conventions uh, I've ever been to. Thank you, thank you, thank you for saying that. And, and that's a really drive. For, you know, just making it very very smooth, very fan friendly. Um, you know, any show can book celebrities kind of you know sell tickets. 
experience to be one people can come and feel comfortable letting loose, enjoying themselves and not being stressed out about a poorly run event. I mean, that's something we, we they felt the show was particularly well run. You know, we wear that like a badge of honor. So thank you for the compliment. Yeah, and I, I definitely I definitely mean it. It was fantastic. Uh well, do you do you have any last words before I let you let you go? Uh yeah, just basically uh you know, we uh, we got uh, Louisville coming uh again it's gonna be September first through the third. And then uh, we got Chicago at the end of the year. So, you know, if we're uh, in your neck of the woods, come check us out. Come party with us. The website, again, is www.daysofdead.net. And, you know, we hope to uh, see you there. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time tonight, Adolfo, and uh, uh, take care. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Well, let's get into this sordid tale. Let's let's get into this. We... We started off. How how long was that drive, guys? Oh, five, uh, it five was uh, yeah, about five hours. Five hours. I had a forty at King Cobra. He had a forty at King Cobra. I uh, brought the switchblade. We started <laughs> playing with the switchblade in the car. And by the way, that I think I've talked. We've talked about his switchblade on a previous episode, but it's basically a switch machete. Yeah, it's, it's gigantic. Thank you. It's, it's, a, it's a lot. A, it's a goddamn like <laughs> fucking saber. Right and. Uh, the the drive up there not really eventful although we did go to a Arby's that had literally the slippery slipperyest bathroom floor I've ever seen in my life coupled with the stickiest floor in the lobby <laughs> yes. it was like an adult movie theater we had there. some really interesting experiences with bathrooms as a whole yeah it certainly <laughs> yeah yeah you took a piss next to the can harder. That's, yeah. that's right. Yeah. 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 Felt, yeah. Never feel like a man again. <laughs> Kane Hodder, I was actually uh, taking a piss, and Kane Hodder walks in, and the first thing he does when he walks in the bathroom, he just announces really loudly, smells like shit in here. Like, <laughs> from Kane Hodder, you're just like, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. That I, was interesting. I had a weird bathroom experience too. Kevin Thorne, he's this former WWE wrestler. He's like fucking seven feet tall. Like I was at the urinal and he just came and stood next to me and he was like, Hey, how's it going? And just randomly like, <laughs> just started talking to me. This this dude who's like a hundred and ninety pounds heavier than me and like two feet taller, just like having a yeah, urinal chat. Uh, just I, hang, hanging dong next to me. Uh, yeah, how's, how's it going? Well, I have my dick in my hand yeah. right now, but hey, how, buddy. how are you? Yeah, how's it going? In full makeup and costume, too. Right. So, yeah, so, yeah we get first in. First day. The first we day, we arrived. Uh, we went and checked into the hotel. We went straight over on Friday. Friday was a bit uneventful. It was uh, We were kind of, it was just downpouring that entire day. Mm-hmm. And the GPS that <laughs> was in the vehicle probably made us even, what, like 40 minutes later no, than we would have arrived? The same yeah, yeah the same stretch of interstate. We were just trying to get to the hotel room, and every time, like, it would be like, take this exit. And as soon as I took the exit, it would be like, make a legal U-turn. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> make a legal U-turn. It's that happened a lot. Same stretch yes. four times. Full of fucking cloverleaf interchanges. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it also kept trying to, during the course of the weekend, take us down roads that no longer existed, yeah. which yep. was a lot of fun. North Fuck Korean GPS. that GPS. Yeah, yeah, Dad, go update your GPS. <laughs> you really got to put it out there that we were taking your dad's car to Indianapolis? Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Here it we begins. go. It begins. it begins. Well, you know, it, uh, the the trip itself is is very symbolic of this uh, this beer here. Oh, yeah. What, what beer are we drinking it's to celebrate this? Long Root Peanut Butter Porter. Via GPS. Yeah. It, it's by Empyrean Brewing Co. 
Um, I think they're out of... Some mm. Nebraska. Yeah. Oh, that is good. Eastern Nebraska. Yeah, Lincoln. I yeah. do love me some Lincoln. God, peanut butter and beer just go so well together. You, you don't think it would, but it does. I, oh, wow, God. this is really good. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. You're right, though. The back 40 is slightly better, it I is. think, because I it's the wheat beer this as opposed like to the porter. The porter. This yeah. tastes like peanut butter Captain Crunch. Yeah, it really does. That's exactly what back 40 tastes like, is peanut butter Captain Crunch. Like That's pretty good. Yeah. It's great, right? Yeah, mm. and what's weird is uh, it says that it's brewed. What's the ABV? Uh, 6%. Um, Not too bad. Not bad. 20 IBUs. It says it's brewed with lactose sugar, so there's actually milk in this. Titty milk. Titty oh, sugar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm... What about for our uh, lactose intolerant listeners? I'm sorry you cannot partake in this beer. It's yeah. like when people come into a restaurant and say, I'm a vegan. I say, get the fuck out. <laughs> God damn. Mm-hmm. You're, I think you're just everything intolerant, Carlos. Mostly. Yeah. Especially I, lactose. You love Hispanic people. You have no patience Speaking for Speaking of Hispanic people, as we learned from uh, our experiences at Days of the Dead, Carlos is fluent in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, that was an odd way to find that out. And uh, Well, his name's Carlos. His right. name That's is there. Carlos. Obvious. So do we, do we want to hear that? What's that? The the conversation that Carlos had with our, our friend that we got to know rather well at the convention, uh, Mario the Bartender. Mario the Bartender. Yeah, uh, that was on the second day. Uh, and we, well, you know, we'll, we'll put that on hold for a minute. Okay. Before, because there's a whole story that goes with Mario. <laughs> there's a, there's a whole lead up fair. To, to that's, Mario. Yeah, that's fair. So we'll, we'll just recap Friday. Friday was pretty uneventful. We went, we made it the rounds. We introduced ourselves to a lot of people, gave First, out cards. Some douchebag wouldn't let us in. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that, as soon as we got there. It was uh, like a fucking downpour storm, mm-hmm. and we parked by the back entrance. Yeah. We tried cool. to go there in. Was, there was like 9,000 fucking cars yeah. in the parking lot. Tried for the rear entry, as usual. Denied. Yeah, was denied. Was yeah. denied. We were basically told, okay, well, walk all the way around to the front. So the, by the time we actually got into the convention, we were all just soaking wet. We looked wet. like rats in a Yeah, we, we did. And then we were promptly greeted with a literal freak show mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a... Uh, I don't, I don't know, what was he doing? Like, putting a fucking nail in his nose? Yeah, he's putting a nail like, in his nose. It was him and his wife, was, which was supposed to be the beautiful lady assistant. But, I mean, it, it was a pretty cool show. Um, I got a kick out of it. He was pretty witty. They had, like, a somewhat comedy routine going. <laughs> yeah, they weren't too bad. They had some good audience yeah, interaction. Yeah. He was a carnival crier, though. Yeah, he was he, definitely yeah. a marker. Oh, sure. yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's where we started. Uh, we started off there, and then we... Made our way into the room where everybody was doing their signings and stuff. And the first table we decided to hit up was... Are we going to do that first? Are we going to do that first? Before? Well, I mean, we're going before. through the timeline. I mean, before that. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, well. Yeah. For the <laughs> sake of his time, believe let, Let's do this. Okay, so the first place, though, that we did stop was our good friend, Felissa. Oh, she's Felissa Rose's. Such a doll. Table. She is fucking just... Awesome. She's yep. awesome. Yep. Awesome. So friendly. So cool. And we did actually interview her, but we're going to hold that for just a second because also on Friday, we got a chance to interview someone else as well. We did. Shampoo, why don't you tell us who we interviewed that time? Okay. Um, so 
as you guys know, I'm a... Just say the name. You're I'm squirming a, in the... <laughs> he's already squirming! You should have seen him squirm I'm in real a, life. Yeah, right. I'm fucking sweating. I'm really, I'm ready for, as I'm you guys, as you really guys know, mad I missed it. I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. Uh, it's my favorite Romero flick, and they pretty much had the whole main cast there. And I got a chance to go talk to Lori Cardill. And uh, she kind of caught me off guard when I asked the interviewer. I was like, when's a good time? And she was like, right about now. I was like, okay, I'm not prepared for this, and... Well, you know what? Well, well Chris, Chris, Chris was like, I'm going to the bathroom. You hold this. And I'm like, oh, I have to stand here and watch this? Because I knew. I smelled it coming. <laughs> he smelled it. I knew you can smell it. I was utterly starstruck. In in a line of tables, it was... Ken Forey. Yeah, Ken, Ken Forey and her. And, and Bob. And fucking Bob. Bob and, like, Bob, yeah. uh, it, it blew my mind. I was not ready for it. This was ten minutes after we fucking met Felissa Rose, and I was nervous as shit. And he was. It, he rumbled it, harder it, and faster <laughs> than Rumba Guy from it, Chopping Mall. It didn't go well. It was the most impressive... <laughs> Rapid rumba I've ever seen in my life. credit, she was amazing. She was very accommodating to me. Oh, she was a fan. She was a sweetheart. He was going to start the capoeira dance. Yeah, I was Eddie Gordo. He was Eddie Gordo. Basically, and we're going to play Felissa because she was the other interview that we did on Friday. It's basically a... How not to interview and how to interview. We got to skip. We got to jump in the timeline. If I was to rate your interview... Shampoo. What, what's the sound effect we play whenever the the nerd gets nuked? Do we have a sound effect? The. Um, <laughs> let me put it this way. Let's play that. Jim? We, we have yeah. Let's we play have, that right we have now. Two interviews. We have one Jim and one John, and I was not a John. No, you were definitely a one James Belushi. <laughs> Without further ado, mm-hmm. maybe maybe we should cut to it. Let's play just, it. We'll let the people make their own assessment. Hey, this is Shampoo with Bud's Beers and Brutality Podcast here live at Days of the Dead, Indianapolis. Join here with me is Lori Cardill, like Cardill Pickle. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm excellent. So what brings you to the Day of the Dead? Just doing the, uh, or Days of the Dead, featuring from Day of the Dead. Uh, anything new, new projects? Or? Well, I'm actually, yes, I am. I'm, I'm doing a, a, a series called Doomsday. And um, I'm not sure what network yet. We're filming it now. So uh, it's a wonderful. It's about a cult. Okay. And I play um, a lead investigator of, the, of this murder. So it should be fun. Yeah, sure. it's going to be fun. So like a, like a Jim Jones-style cult? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. But it's beautifully shot and really interesting young actors. And it it's, should be good. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. Excellent. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely look forward to that. Uh, do you have any sort of time frame on when that might be coming out? I don't. I know I'll be filming this summer, so I would assume next January or something. But, yeah. So, um... <laughs> I just froze up. I'm sorry. Uh, so, Day of the Dead is actually one of my absolute favorite zombie movies. It's by far and away my favorite Romero flick. Uh, what was the experience filming that like? Oh, it was great. I mean, I got to work with a master, you know, and I got a, it was a wonderful part. So the part of Sarah Bowman was uh, ahead of his time, although Sigourney Weaver was an alien. It was the time of the strong woman. Um, but there had never been the strong a woman as Sarah um, in, in, a horror, in the horror genre. So it was a privilege, and I loved working with George, and all of us are still friends to this day. Really good friends. All right. Thank you so much for your time today, Lori. It's been an absolute... Absolute pleasure talking to you. It's a pleasure talking to you. Good luck. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Wow, you fucking bombed that one. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right, dude. It's all right. I'm hearing this for the first time, like the people at home. I remember (laughs) when I had my first beer, too. (laughs) I remember when I had my... Yes. I don't even have that excuse. Thank you. We weren't drunk that day. God. No, it was just all pure fucking pathetic nasty shampoo or something. I, it was great because I remember coming out of the bathroom and I was like, how'd it go? And you're like, <laughs> Carlos just looks at me, he's like, not well, dude. No, 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 <laughs> no. Well. No, he didn't even, I said that. I was just like, not good. That was really bad. <laughs> and and then after that, I was like, we shouldn't play that. Oh yeah, we have to. And I, I mean, like half, no, not even halfway through, within the first 10 seconds, I just pretended like I was looking at the, I didn't have to do anything, but I pretended like I was like leveling stuff. You know, I was smirking, <laughs> trying to look away, hold the tablet up over my face so, like, they couldn't see me laughing. It was, dude, it was harder to watch than, like, I love you, man. You know? Like, it was more awkward. Oh, God, the rumba. <laughs> Latisse on the men J. <laughs> Seriously. I'm <laughs> surprised you didn't bust that one out while you were interviewing Might as her. well have. <laughs> Dill. She's like, you want to do the interview Dill now? Pickle. And he's like, to Totes, totes my goats. Totes my goats. <laughs> I, I, w- I wish I wouldn't have said that. Yeah. I hadn't, I hadn't, yeah, this, it was just bad. It was, it was bad. There's no, there's no spin or anything I can put on it. It was one of the coolest and most disappointing moments of my life. In like all the first it. time you got laid. <laughs> oh. Yeah. At least my mom didn't walk in that time. Oh, I thought no. you were gonna say something far more nasty than that. My favorite part of the interview is where he's like, uh, 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 and he froze up, and he was he's sounding like how Bobcat Goldweight used to talk. Like, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna actually cut that part out. Yeah, they were like, no, 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 <laughs> nope, no, no, that's staying it's, in. That is, that's uh, in in the movie. So. Before how, that, how exactly <laughs> do good interviews go? Well, and and I just want to preface this that he was able to pull this. In, Carlos here was able to pull this interview off so well while rocking a '70s porn stash that day. I did, which you did shave after Friday. Oh God, I felt so disgusting, and I am. But you know, at least like <laughs> nobody knows that when I'm not walking around with a fucking mustache. Yeah. You can feel it, but you don't want to advertise it. Right. Right. While right. also wearing, of course, a shirt that just said Coke. <laughs> it's the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> not Coca-Cola, just Coke. Actually, yeah. as a matter of fact, when we pulled up to pick <laughs> Carlos up that morning to head to Indy, we saw him out there and. and <laughs> Shampoo was like, he's wearing a Coke shirt. And I look, and the first thing I say when he gets in the car, I'm like, that shirt was planned, wasn't it? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Of, course, of course it was. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like a porn stash, a Coke shirt, and an 11 inch switchblade, the Carlos Ramirez uniform. There you go, it's a starter pack, dude. <laughs> That's right. I mean, but I, so yeah, you see Felissa Rose, who is just a very attractive woman. She's, she's I mean, a lovely not, woman. Let's not, uh, you know, beat yeah, her on the bush here. But of course, you know, I have confidence and, you know, self-respect, so. <laughs> you don't have self-respect, you have confidence. <laughs> so, uh, I like that that's gotten the biggest laugh out of Brandon so far as you claiming to have self-respect. So, so you know, I just, I don't know. I have no shame. There's nothing that can really shake me because. Well, it, it wasn't just Felissa either. No, it was her friend, too. Uh, oh, if, if you can have an interview like that with that kind of a mustache, like, there is no shame. No, there's no shame. There's, there's no shame they, at all. There's nothing anybody can say about me at that point. No, because you're rocking that mustache. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> so I did that, and that was fun. Well, without further ado, maybe we should play the Felissa interview right now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. 
right, Carlos Ramirez here from Buds, Beers, and Brutality Podcast. I'm here with Felissa Rose at Days of the Dead Live, and we just had a wonderful drive through the rain, but come into a familiar and wonderful face. How are you doing tonight? Oh, but was it worth it? It was 100% worth it. Just just to see you. I, I kind of got excluded from the first interview, so you know this is this is a big deal for me. This is a big deal. I was very upset. We have to change all of this. We're going to make it so happy for you and exciting. We've got Stacy Pippi right here, Etheria Film Festival. Come here, bitch. <laughs> that's perfect. That's that's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> no bullying here. We don't bully at this table. How many times do I have to tell you, we are here to represent women in film, which means we are feminists, which means I am not a bitch, I'm an asshole. Get it right. How many times do I have to tell you this? You're a bitchy asshole. Oh, all right, well, that's all right then. How you guys doing? We're great, we're great. Only gender neutral offenses, please, please. That would be much you asshole. So being the scream queen that I am. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that term. Is that does that fly? Well, because she didn't give herself that name, so it totally does fly. Scream person, scream individual. Scream individual. I could be scream boy. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do a flavor flav hype man thing for a little while. He's our so uh, so. Have you guys been having fun already? You know, no, we no, don't like to no. have fun. No I fun. I cannot believe they put her at my table. <laughs> oh, no. I yeah. sense a little bit of animosity here. As large as this convention is, and if you guys look it's around. It's not as big as my penis. Is, <laughs> this is a huge it's true. convention. There's all these different rooms, and I have to be right next to this woman. And she is so she incredibly happy. <laughs> so did you guys come together, or did you guys just meet well, up here? We, we usually start we sleep in the same like, okay, bed. Three, two, one. Oh! Yeah. So are you guys here all weekend or just for just for one night or if they'll have us, they might kick us out by tonight. We were thinking the same thing about our hotel, it's just just right across town, but you know, we might have to jump You're a not few. Staying here? No, no, we, we ended up seven miles away, something yeah. like that. I have a feeling if you hang out with all this tonight you guys are staying here. <laughs> you know, we can we can arrange that. We can arrange that. <laughs> First time meeting, it's love at first sight. I don't drink. I don't bully. I don't do it. I don't sleep with anybody. And she never tells a lie. <laughs> I'm in the exact same boat with you there. Stacy, stop. <laughs> I'm done. To I'm innocent. No, but anyhow, continue. So, I see you guys are, are promoting the women in media and, and women in film thing here. You know, what's, what's going on with that? Was that something you decided to do, you know, for a while or... No. <laughs> no, it was just like a fly, you know. Yeah, it's like, hey, I no. Actually, um, I run Etheria Film Night, which is all um, the latest uh, science fiction, fantasy, action, and horror films that just happen to be directed by women. I'm screening here at uh, Days of the Dead on Sunday morning at 11 a.m. with a lineup of 11 horror shorts. That um, four, all directed by women, four from our main lineup that just uh, premiered at a sold-out show at the Egyptian Theater on Hollywood Boulevard. Excellent. And all the others are just as strong, and they're all women that are ready for studio money right now. So open your wallets, assholes. Absolutely. Support, support the women in the business. It's the way to go. That's yeah. awesome. We're a good that's team. Great. I can yeah. see that. Obviously, you guys play off each other very well. Yeah. You know, that's and you know, that's let's can't really say that about my lovely co-host over here. You know, but you guys, you guys got any questions? Anything you want to say? Dude, you're killing it right now. Oh, thank you, thank you. All right. <laughs> How no, much you pay him? 
Uh, how much do I pay them? Yeah, they are, they're my hype men, you know. They, they follow me around. They, they pretty much, this guy holds my tablet while I talk. You know, it's, it's great. It's great. So he's the real Wizard of Oz. So he's the one behind the curtain oh, absolutely. that's actually doing everything. Pay no attention to the man behind yeah, the curtain. This is, is going to be like singing in the rain. And all of a sudden, they're going to be pulling the ropes. It. Exactly. I'm nothing but a pretty face to them, though. So, you know, what can I say? What can You're I say? All pretty. Girls, girls, girls. Right. Objectifying me all the time. It's, it's bullshit. But hey. Tell so, us what you like about Days of the Dead. <laughs> Everything, though. All the party, all the fun. I mean, tell us your name, tell us your name. Adam. Um, Adam. Adam. Yeah, Adam. Adam. Ooh, Adam. We got Adam. All right, he's up next. <laughs> all right, well, thank you guys so much for the interview. Anything else, uh, anything you're working on, you know, that you want to talk about? Any final thoughts? There's this house with a lot of death. Yes. That will be coming out. Death House. <laughs> all, all very excited for Death House. And Bill and Sid and all the amazing, you know, horror icons. We're very proud of the movie. And um, we have a bunch of things lined up. So life is good in the horror world. Is there a release date for Death House yet? I'll know next week. Papers! Papers! They have papers! Again, thank you both very much. We appreciate your time. We appreciate the interview. It was great talking to you. And I'm sure we'll be seeing you again. You know, we'll be here for the weekend. So thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> you guys have a good one. And that is how you do a good interview with a celebrity. Oh. <laughs> you did so much better than shampoo. <laughs> I didn't even dance. What the dance. fuck was your problem, Shampoo? I didn't even dance once. <laughs> we don't have enough He hadn't time. taken enough rumble lessons we, leading we up to the event. We don't have enough time to talk about all the things that are wrong with me. Uh, oh, but we're going to get into it. Oh, we will. <laughs> would, you, would you guys believe that that terrible interview doesn't even scratch the top five of the dumbest shit that I did that weekend? That weekend. Just that believe it. Weekend. Just, just that weekend. Uh, and, you know, Friday, those were pretty much the highlights of Friday. We just did a lot of networking on Friday. Um, I don't know. We talked to Kane Hodder about his tequila preference. That was pretty cool. Yeah, te- Kane Hodder's like, the only way he, to make it through the cons is to drink we, a bottle of tequila. Before we found out that he really does not care for us. <laughs> <laughs> that was because of shampoo. Oh, well, yeah. I, I, yeah. We'll get back to the dumbest shit shampoo. <laughs> yeah, but, that, was, that was it. I mean, I, I did feel a little flattered, you know, talking to... Plus Rose. No, oh, you guys had great yeah. chemistry. We did. We did. We got to meet up uh, with Larry Zerner in person for the first time on Friday. Yeah, yep. No, that was sad. Us. Oh, yes, no, yes, no, on yeah, Friday, we, yeah. We, we, we just went and said hello. It was super awkward for all three of us because it was like 20 minutes after we got there and we were just like, hey. Well, we hello. saw Larry and we're like, well, now we're so close. We, we have to go up and say hi at this point. It, well, in... I was wearing the shirt. He immediately saw the shirt and he was like, "It's you guys." Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like, you guys. And he remembered us. He's like, "I kicked in uh, five bucks to your GoFundMe." He's like, "Yes, we remember." Like that. We were all very flattered. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We made a we made a comment to him about uh, getting his autograph, and he's like, "Is that is that how you're gonna spend the GoFundMe money on autographs?" It's like, no. no? <laughs> like, <laughs> now if that was the case, he just gave us a five dollar discount on his <laughs> right, autograph. Right. So. Very so, cool, dude. But, you know, we, we will get to that. Yes, <laughs> we'll get to that. We did something way cooler than uh, Could I get his autograph. Moment? It's huh. a goddamn shame that there's no Shelly in the Friday the 13th video game. I read an article recently shame. that said, Shelly, he, said like, that he wants to be yeah. in yeah. the game. He plays it. He gave me his gamer tag. Yeah. That's right. Oh, shit. That's right. He plays it on Xbox. Though. I play it on Xbox. I play it on Xbox. <laughs> As a matter of fact, it? when they were like, 
I was at the I was at the bar. I know it was jumping ahead a little bit, but I was at the bar when, and when he told these guys that uh, Larry plays plays uh, the game, but he plays on Xbox. They're like, "Hey, Larry plays this game on Xbox," and my first reaction, and I didn't even think, I just went boo. Yeah, and I was like, "You just fucking booed Shelly. What the fuck is wrong with you?" I was booing. The Let's fact that he had nearly, it on Xbox. It was nearly the most shameful thing that happened that night. No. Oh, hell so no. Anyway, anyway, end of night one, we scope out the scenario. And then we go back, back to the, the hotel, hotel. And that's where the game begins. Well, yeah, the suitcase of White Castle. Because where we were at, there was, what, like two choices? A White Castle and a Waffle House. Yeah. White, Ca- White Castle, a Waffle House, and an Arby's, but we had already eaten Arby's I that had day. I fill of Arby's. Yeah, yeah, so we were done with Arby's. So we're like, oh, fucking White Castle. Like, like none of us Because we had White planned Castle on having forever. Waffle House in the morning, which yeah. you Carlos and I were very excited for Waffle House. Well, it should be. Waffle, Waffle House is the shit. Oh, it's amazing. But it's only the shit at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not great be, for sober breakfast. Nobody should be in a Waffle House between the hours of like 6 a.m. and 12 and yeah, like so nobody you know nobody should go there no. so we it's go to white castle we get a suitcase of burgers suitcase of burgers between me and carlos we crushed about 25 fucking sliders if not yeah, yeah. 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 it was again. impressive you shouldn't be at a waffle house between 6 a.m and 12 a.m so your next best bet is white castle it was open 24 hours it was open 24 hours we just wanted to get our food and go back to night one we were excited we're like we're gonna go get a fucking suitcase this is gonna be great we had 60 beers to drink. Yeah, oh yeah. god, yeah. We had a bunch of beer. Which we, we really didn't drink that much. Not on night one. Not that much. Not on night one. Like Carlos Carlos like Carlos was, was the first after, one. He, he was, retired early. He was done after like three beers, uh and like cashed it in, three beers, fifteen sliders. Which is surprise fifteen sliders is probably my undoing. Yeah, that was it. Oh god, you guys ate so many sliders. Yeah, not to mention your lack of your Carlos fuel. Yeah. Carlos needed his spinach and he didn't have it. It's bullshit. You guys wouldn't let me bring it. So while eating the White Castle that night, we decided to invent a, a new game that probably wasn't the Smartest thing we could have done. I told my girlfriend about it. She was like, "Yeah, I'm sure that's gonna end well." <laughs> yeah, we we were playing. We were all taking turns uh, playing with the switchblade and and opening it as we say movie quotes. And that is one thing I learned on the weekend is that uh, uh, having a switchblade changes the tone of every conversation ever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you name a movie. Uh, I, I think uh, the one I, I liked was no. <laughs> you said nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> and the switchblade comes out. It's like, holy shit, that got menacing really right, fast. Right, it also makes a lot of movie quotes get a real rapey vibe. Real yeah, rapey. Real, real rapey. Well, I remember when I was like, shampoo, get in the closet. Yeah. And then open the switchblade. That. By the way, the that's not figurative. They, he literally. I, I pulled a get, knife on him. He literally made me get in the closet. Get in the closet, shampoo. Yeah. That was going to be his bedroom. <laughs> Instead, he slept on the couch. Yeah. Because, never mind. I'm not going to get that mean. Oh, come on. Okay. So. Anyway, <laughs> after White Castle and a lot of White Castle, heavy, heavy cannot beer. be understated how oh, much they, White Castle. It's a miracle none of us got stabbed on uh, on Friday night, but the shenanigans continued much harder Saturday morning. Saturday morning. How did how did we start our day on Saturday? Well, we guys? started our day off. Well, we were we had all showered, we got dressed, we were uh, getting ready to go, you know, and, then, long, and then and then Carlos is here. Is like, hey. <laughs> 
yeah, you guys want to want to slam had, a pachanga? We had our morning White Castle poops. All three of us, we were just like, that was a bad decision. <laughs> it smells <laughs> like White Castle. I feel terrible. But yeah, then the pachanga though, morning pachanga. Morning What's pachanga. You want to slam a pachanga? So for first the record, thing in the morning. Pachanga is a beer that is. Brewed in Indianapolis that says that it is a Mexican lager. Yes, and from has, Indianapolis. And it has, like, fucking Viva Piñata on and the you can. know what's funny? It's the best Mexican lager I've ever had. It was good. Pachanga is like a Mexican or Spanish slang word for, like, a like wicked party. Yeah, yeah. and it's got a Piñata on it, yeah. on the can. And when we say we slam them, we literally chugged them. Yeah, we chugged them. All, all three of us. Yeah. Yeah. We finished we chugged the Pachanga before we left the hotel room. I know that I had the equivalent of three beers before we left the hotel room. I know that for a fact because I slammed the pachanga and a 24-ounce yingling, which, by the way, first time ever having yingling. Delicious. It's amazing. It's so good. It is amazing. Then we um, learned you don't order steak at Waffle House. <laughs> oh, yes. We go to Waffle House and, like, you know, what do you normally get when you go to Waffle House? You get the fuck Waffles. smothered and covered hash browns. The smothered and yeah. covered hash browns yeah, are yeah. the yeah. shit. Um, but... Carlos decides to order. And here's the thing about this. The pictures looked, on the menu looked awful. So exactly I don't know like why the the, <laughs> it comes. And it is like maybe a centimeter thick. It was a steak and eggs, man. I, I was like, how'd you order that, Carlos? Because it's fucking well done. <laughs> Either way. I was like, I got a medium. The, the picture was fucking gray. It was gray when I got it. And the, the plate gets set down, and it looks identical to the goddamn picture. Dude, oh, you guys, yes. You guys remember I came out of the bathroom, and I was like, there's doo-doo all over that bathroom. <laughs> it was all over the seat. It was everywhere. And then the girl went in and cleaned it, and, and she, she didn't look out, happy. And she comes out, and she whispers to the other waitress, there's shit all over that bathroom. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't me. I went in there long enough. Oh. But yeah, man. So we, we ate our Waffle House. Yeah. It's no, it you was can't, waffle. You can't make me think that steak was good that in steak, any way, shape, or form. My was, hash browns were good. That, that menu was like Eli Roth the steak. <laughs> that menu like managed to make a T-bone steak look awful just by the picture. I, I believe didn't get it. it. I didn't get the T-bone. You know what? I do have sirloin. To, I gotta give name. Waffle House some respect and credit that it's not like they dressed up the steak. They're like, come on, man, it's Waffle. It's Waffle House, House steak. Like you know what you're getting. This ain't no motherfucking IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> John? John? <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Yeah, I don't well, even know. Before, before we even order, like, we saw the steak. We started talking shit about the steak, and then the waitress comes and is just like... Your Carlos is like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take the steak and eggs. And we look at him like, what? Why yeah. would you do that to so yourself? We were talking about it, and I was like, I don't know. I wasn't exactly in prime condition. You were you were a pachanga deep into the day. Several. He was, he was a couple pachangas <laughs> deep into the day. We were all a few pachangas deep into the day at that point. After the Waffle House, I'm uncomfortably full because I ordered like two breakfasts. You did. My God, so much Waffle House. Ugh. That only works when you're hammered at three in the morning. Well, you know, that was what I was used to. So I just... <laughs> you, just, you just went with instinct exactly. and it, did, it didn't work out for you. Just reversed the day. That was bit. your first Waffle House experience, it was, was it not? Yeah, Not bad, though. It was. I mean... It Dude, was, for like four ninety nine. I was going to say, it was definitely a $5 breakfast, although I didn't actually get like... A I got the hash browns and the chicken sandwich. And that's really it, where it's at there is it, the hash browns. The chicken sandwich was actually really solid. Yeah. I never had lunch. Well, I've never been to Waffle House in the daytime before. <laughs> no, I mean, I, honestly, that might have no, been my first time at, w- at Waffle House during the day. I don't so think, then, 
that, that's I, for Iowans to understand. I think that it, the Waffle House would be their like Perkins here. Yeah, a lot is of there, people go to Perkins. Is there Perkins here? Yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, Perkins, there's Perkins all over, all over Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. That that's that's the place I think that Iowa a lot of Iowans go to so, at three in the morning. Instead of being known for their hash browns, they're known for having good pie and uh. prostitutes. And, and pro, of course, well, I was because you have yeah, all you know where all the prostitutes. Well, are. I was at a Perkins underneath the interstate in Denver. I mean, the, well, and there were there were hookers, there were hookers everywhere. And I was like, don't go to that Perkins. <laughs> I took my family inside the hotel. But anyway, I don't believe you. I I think that. Everything in that story is correct except for the Perkins. I think you were just underneath an interstate. And there were prostitutes. <laughs> and there were prostitutes. That's uh, quite possible. I don't. I don't know. The guy that was there just six. said that it was called Perkins, but mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his yeah. name was Perkins. His name was Perkins. <laughs> it was Kendrick Perkins. It was yes. Perkin, and it was the pimp. It was Perkins. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. yes. But yeah, um, continuing so our trend we, of we great make nutrition. our way across Indianapolis, a couple beers deep, get to the. You know, place where the convention is actually going on. Right. By this time, we have our passes. We're ready to go in. Well, and we brought how many beers with it? Like thirty beers. To we brought a shitload of beer in a cooler and a bottle of in the back yeah. of the SUV. And we were we were planning on. Oh being yeah, you able bought Bushmills. Like our, our plan because the the beers were pretty expensive. It was like five fifty for a Bud Light inside, and we were like, no, we're not gonna pay that. We're gonna like have a cooler full of beers, and we're gonna good beer. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have craft beer, and we're gonna come out during the day and like take a smoke break, have a beer, which right. is which is greasy. That I mean, is it's not, not how it's it not went respectable. Down. You shouldn't be. No, that's not how it went down at all. Should we? Should we? We let drank them, all the beer. Should we let them hear how it went down? Oh, shit. Yeah, we have a clip, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we did drink in the car for two hours before. Two straight hours and of we just drank car drinking. all the beer we brought. Every single one. And a good quarter bottle of the Bushmills. <laughs> Wait, you guys didn't drink any. I drank no, all. You no, drank you were the Bushmills, all. man. Yeah, that was, that we, was weren't, we weren't going, but we yeah, let's play that mind. clip right now. Hey, this is Shampoo with Bud's Beers and Brutality Podcast. Uh, and a Switchblade. Live from the car at the Days of the Dead Indianapolis, here with our fearless leader, Chris. Say hello. I'm drunk. And, of course, Carlos Ramirez. Que pasa? And, you know what? Okay! The convention started about four hours ago. Um, we've spent the last two in the car drinking. In the parking lot. In the parking lot, yeah. I had Waffle House this morning, though. It was pretty fucking good. Except for that steak. Yeah, the steak was definitely questionable and discolored. But, nah, there's no real redeeming quality to that. There were good hash browns and doo-doo everywhere in the bathroom. The Waffle House specialty. No one has ever used the words sanitary and Waffle House in the same sentence, I believe. Certainly not. So uh, yeah, we're we're getting a nice pregame before we go in and and raise some hell eight and beers deep at this point. It's three o'clock in the afternoon and I am eight beers deep. This is this is going to be sensational. We're well into the second quarter. There's no pregame about it. No. No. So yeah, we we opened up our morning with uh, a nice a round a nice round of pachanga. Uh, I'd love to give you some more inf- information about that brewery, but I don't remember. It's Indiana Mexican beer. All you need to know, it has a piñata on the can, right. so you know it's good. It's not stereotyping whatsoever. No, it's the best Mexican beer ever from Indianapolis, Indiana. Are you saying that Mexicans don't love piñatas? Because that would just be a lie. It's not a stereotype. Well, Carlos, you tell us your opinion on piñatas. I mean, you would be the... Well, for them. He's pro piñata. Pro piñata. You heard it here first, folks. That's breaking news. Yeah, so... 
We've we got about two hours in. Uh, we haven't actually made it inside yet. We were there yesterday, though, at Friday night. We we made the rounds a little bit, so it's not like we haven't been in Days of the Dead at all. I'm gonna be having so much more fun today, though, than last night. It's because you're seven beers deep and like three shots into the Bushmills. Carlos is brown bagging some Bushmills. Chris and I are drinking out of the cooler that we bought specifically for beer. We brought about 15 beers well, and uh, thinking that we'd be able to pop out whenever and just have a beer to top ourselves off. clarify, though, we're not the only alcoholics here. It's just most people are paying $7 for Bud Lights inside there, and we bought good beer and drank it in the parking lot. Yeah, we thought that we were going to come out periodically and have some more beer. Instead, we just drank all of our beer, and then we're going inside, and we're going to fuck shit up 3B style. We're drinking good beer in the parking lot because we're classy. Classy. The beer I'm drinking is a bold yet balanced American pale ale with slight sweetness and aggressive citrus hoppiness. Yeah, that's my critique. It's not written on the label. There you go. So there's... Aggressive citric hoppiness. Yeah, it pulls a switchblade on you. (laughs) So beer pulls a switchblade on you. So Chris, what have you learned so far this weekend? Uh... I learned that switchblades really uh, help you get into places that you thought you couldn't get into. That sounded really rapey. It's very, well, it's very vague, and you can interpret it any way you it want. It's like doors of the convention, not people's butts. And Carlos, what have you learned this weekend so far? Switchblades help you get into people's butts. <laughs> I, too, have learned something about switchblades. I believe that what Carlos is is referring to is what we call the Cosby equation. We'll just we'll just leave it at that. Any last words, fellas? Uh, I'm drunk. Cover me. I'm going in dry. <laughs> He's raw dogging it. I'm really bad at interviews, and that's been. Oh, let's get it. Let's touch on that. Ow! I just hit myself in the face with the microphone. I just want to, as he was just saying that, I just want to reiterate, well, actually it's not reiteration because we haven't talked about it yet, but I want to tell everyone a story about Shampoo and the uh, interview he conducted yesterday. Uh, would you liken it to the Challenger exploding in the sky, Ian? Or uh, Carlos? I don't think it really ever got off the ground, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> oh, we're putting that in the episode. <laughs> That's going in the movie. It's in the movie. She had very kind eyes. <laughs> and unfortunately, it made him rumba harder than rumba guy and chopping him off. I wasn't even aware that I was doing it. But you guys either have already heard it or are about to. So enjoy that. <laughs> and in the meantime, we're going to keep drinking and we'll touch back a little bit later. To be safe. It, be I mean, warned. putting putting his interview after like I did mine was probably not fair. Oh, no, we're not putting yours before mine. No way. No way, shape, or form. None of them. Our interview will be first as a cautionary tale of what happens when you give Shampoo a microphone and free reign. That's true. We didn't even give it's him free reign. He just took it. It's like if uh, if uh, Metallica opened up for the kid in preschool that plays the triangle. And, a, and there's a switchblade in my face. Thanks, Carlos. You're welcome. All right, Shampoo, I guess you started this, so you should end it. This episode's probably really disjointed and jarring because there's just different people taking the microphone. But you know what? That's what you guys signed up for, so enjoy. Thanks for the money.
Thanks for the money. Thanks for the support. Keep listening. We got a lot of cool <laughs> shit coming. And Carlos is coming. I'm coming. Coming hard. He's coming. Oh, here you go. And one last snippet. Bye. Oh, <laughs> God. That makes me... I've it's, never drank it, that much by that point in the day, I don't think. It's good memories, but at the same time, it was a poor decision. It was, it was a, a very poor decision. It was really funny, because, like, it started out, and the only reason we kept drinking is because, like, one or two of us would finish a beer, and the third would still be drinking their beer, and it'd be like, well, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and, just sit not, and drink. not drink a beer. Me and you both pissed on both sides of the car. <laughs> you were pissed, pal! streams converge into that one huge the most, river. That was the most piss I've ever seen Ever in my entire life. We, we, we each drank like eight or nine beers in two hours. Yeah. I'm glad it worked out that way. Like, you guys ended up being, you know, piss pals because usually when you cross streams, you just destroy the fabric of reality. Yeah. Well, right? and then, so after we get done drinking, we walked into the convention like totally fucking cocksure because we're drunk. Oh, yeah, we're shit. drunk now. We were se- we were each at least seven beers in. Oh, that, if. Yeah. And it's two o'clock at that point, two or three o'clock in the afternoon. I was right? in my element, Don. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. like. You were, you were seven beers and some Bushmills deep. Right. Just on the hunt for some white girl. <laughs> <laughs> did we meet did we meet Jesus before we went inside? No, we we went inside for a little while okay. and we met Jesus. Yeah, we met Jesus. We met that, Jesus that Christ. Happened. We met a lot of cool people. Yeah, we did. Yeah, a lot of cosplayers actually. A lot of cosplayers. Uh I that, don't remember interviewing any of them. Yeah, because and that you, was Saturday. And you yeah. interviewed the, most of them. <laughs> we interviewed uh, one that we we because uh, the audio dropped. We interviewed a guy um, in a that, nine foot. It, oh yeah, the count. Foot. They had the count chocolate. Also, we lost that audio as well. We interviewed a uh, yeah nine foot count chocolate who my. <laughs> My favorite is he's trying to keep up this accent because we're like, oh, how much like, does Boo Berry suck? He's like, it sucks very much. He's like, I am from Transylvania. And then, like, I think I, I was you just were just like, like how, how long it take you to make the costume? He just went, about a year. Yeah, just boom. <laughs> about a year. Changed. And then his wife was like, believe it or not, there's a tiny Asian man inside that Count Chocula. We're like, well, I... You can see his All right. You can see his shoulders slump. It was Count Jogula's shoulders. It was great though, because I was like, short Asian guy, how tall are you? And he's like, five six. And I was like, so we're looking eye to eye right now. And he's like, yes. <laughs> he goes, yeah. He... And we will get back to Count Chocula soon because there's more to that lo- story. We lost Spawn. Yes, we yeah. lost Spawn. There was a guy dressed in a fucking amazing Spawn it costume. It was glorious. Honestly, it was better than Michael Jai White's costume in the fucking Spawn. Oh, movie. it was fantastic. I'll, I'll plug his business for him. It was Wicked Beard. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you can find him online. We sorry we lost your interview, homeboy, but uh, man, he he was really good. And he people knew him like we, yeah, while we were interviewing by, somebody. Wicked well, yeah, Wicked Beard. And later on, he I can't remember what his other cosplay was, but it, it was a different. It was Skeletor. Yeah, Skeletor. It was fucking and awesome. It was, it, I honestly, saw him like, should we interview Skeletor? I was like, no, we interviewed that guy already. Like, yeah, no, that, that's Wicked Beard, bro. Yeah, it was yeah. Ama- honestly Skeletor might have even been better than Spawn. And Spawn it was, was fantastic. Yeah, Skeletor is a hard one to pull off because you got to have the black because it's basically a floating skull yeah. on, and it on was, the neck. It was rock solid. It, it looked yeah. great. Let's see. So we <laughs> we go in. We're hammered at this point. <laughs> Just from point of entry. Uh, Usually am. That's yeah. right. And then, you know, well, once we got inside, we were drunk in the car and then because we were drunk, we were like, well, I don't want to stop drinking. Yeah, so yep, <laughs> the beer started. We started buying the $5 Bud Lights that we swore we wouldn't buy. That's why we brought the beer yep. in the first place. And so we start buying rounds of Bud Lights. Just 
yeah. over and over. And at, at that point, we started to get to know a man by the name of Mario. Mario, our bartender. He was amazing. Who was the man? Is that his middle initial and last name, Mario R. Bartender? <laughs> That's right. That is his. That is his name, Mario R. Bartender. Yes, he was great. He was. He was awesome. We 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 asked him a few questions. Like, oh, you like you like the uh, these conventions? You like the movies? He's like, I don't watch horror movies. Right, I was. Right. I was like, Mario, are you a fan of horror movies, or you just work the bar? And he's just like, I work the bar. Yeah. So, so yeah, we I decided get, to get an interview. Yeah, I can't, I went up to talk to him. And this is, when, this is when we found out Carlos is fluent in Spanish. These guys soiled themselves. But, yeah, um, it was pretty good. I mean, he, he conducted the interview in English, obviously, for the sake of our listeners. But right. I, you know, I set it up via Espanol. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, here we go. Mario the Bartender, folks. Carlos with Bud's Beers and Brutality Podcast here with Mario the Bartender from Days of the Dead. How are you doing today, sir? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Are you, are you enjoying yourself? Of course. Of course. So do you do a lot of these conventions, like uh, a, lot of, a lot of things like this? This is my third year doing the Day of the Dead. Uh, besides these, we have other tournaments, like dart tournaments, pool tournaments. You enjoy it? Of course, yeah. And I get paid for it. Ah, there you go. That's the best part. That's <laughs> that, the best part. That's what matters. You see, you see a, lot of, a lot of different characters, a lot of you know, different people dressed up different ways. Like, is that something interesting to see, or is it kind of wear thin after a little while? Yeah, it's interesting because you don't see it every day, you know. Not even not even Halloween. There's some pretty cool customs tonight. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So you get to you get to talk to a lot of a lot of people. Are very friendly, or is it kind of you know people are nice. They're they're good. For yeah, most of them are uh, friendly. You know, nice people. I haven't seen any like rude <laughs> rude persons. You know. Do you like uh, horror movies? To be honest with you, I don't watch a lot of them, but, you know, I'm always willing to try to see them. Especially when they're paying you. Yeah, yeah. you know, if somebody's going to pay you to watch them, you might as well take advantage of that. Of course, yeah, man. Hey, thank you very much, man. Thank you very much. Very much appreciate you being here. Appreciate your hard work. No problem, man. Thank you, guys. You're awesome. All right. What a cool fucking Yeah, he was night. awesome. He was he was fucking awesome. <laughs> During that day we interviewed a, a ton of cosplayers. Mostly um, cosplayers. Mostly, yeah. It was, it was pretty busy much on Saturday. It was yeah, yeah. you we, couldn't you couldn't talk tables. to any of the celebrities. We, no. we did manage to make a number of arrangements with celebrities that yes. we unfortunately weren't able to follow through with because Sunday was We'll get to that later. We will get Sunday to Sunday. Was, but how yeah. Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was cool. Uh, we got to talk to Kane Hodder, and right. I mean, we we met up with Larry again. And Kane Hodder loved Sid Haig, Bill yeah. Mosley. We'd set up an interview with Bill Mosley. Yep. Uh, when he uh, for noon the next day, and he actually canceled because he had tweeted out that he was sick that day. Although it may have I'm been thinking brown bottle flu. It may have been brown bottle flu. Yeah. Uh, Based on some some social media research that I conducted, it sounds like he was doing tequila shots with Kane Hodder. And uh, <laughs> considering that Kane Hodder had an entire bottle of eighteen hundred tequila on his table, the that first was, day, the first day, the first that was day. completely empty and signed on his table the next day with a second bottle of Ornados on the table, uh, I think he's a tequila drinking legend. Yes. Barnitos. Yes. And. We haven't really gotten to this part. Uh, just Days of the Dead in general. It's fucking awesome. Oh, it's so, uh, it's, so cool. It's so much. It, yeah. I mean, we, we were the scourge of the days. Oh, yeah. We were definitely the but, scourge. I mean, but. people who talked to us, I think they kind of enjoyed us. People who saw us in passing. 
probably avoided us like the plague. Yeah, yeah we were sure. like fucking three sheets to the wind by two. And we didn't in care. Like, we're nah. full of piss and vinegar, dude. Exactly. Yeah, we we just walked in there and we like we belong here. We, we walked in there. We own this shit. Media yep. passes. <laughs> right. Media. Uh-huh. That, that actually, you know, we did a lot of uh, cosplay interviews. I mean, I think we should probably run a segment of yeah we're good yeah we're gonna just it's just like you know we're not gonna introduce every single one they're a lot of fun a lot of great stuff uh i had a blast it was a cool thing just to see some of the some of the vendors that we talked to were the vendors are awesome holy shit ever uh was it i I think it was um uh like horror show jack i think that was his name that had like the the fucking fangs and yeah 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 yeah. i I actually have his business card still yeah i actually don't do not recall any of the interviews we did after felissa and uh, (laughs) and lori you just saturday's a wash yeah until later all together i got my second win later on because i remember uh grabbing chris by the hand Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> What's the matter? CIA got you pushing too many pencils. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then we, we did the did, fucking Predator. We did the long, awkward hand clasp high five from Predator in the middle of the bar amongst all these celebrities for a good 45 seconds. Yeah. People were walking by looking at us. We just kept We were very loud with the Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Like, like it was... We were quite loud. And we're going to get to the bar here very shortly. Uh, I think we should just, since this is the part of the day when we talk to cosplayers, we're going to go ahead and play our uh, montage of cosplayers that we interviewed. Like, they were all really fucking open and cool. And I think one of the highlights for me was... Miss Argentina. Oh. 1939. From Bietel Juice? From Bietel Juice. Yeah, she was... You say 89? 39. 39. Yeah, 39. She was spot on. Yeah, like the, the, the... Was it the book of the the dad that she yeah, had? Yeah, she had that. made that, and yeah. it was so fucking cool. Handbook for the recently deceased. Yeah, I mean there were there were other costumes that were more like technologically advanced than hers, but she looked identical to the the movie. Yeah, she was one of my favorites for sure. She actually uh, did a little bit of uh, social media interaction with us. She was awesome. Yeah. I mean, like most of the the ones that we interviewed, actually all of the cosplayers we interviewed were awesome. But you know who we didn't mention amongst all these cosplayers? Who? Your best friend. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know what? I like him. I like him. He's a cool guy. Awesome guy. I hate fucking clowns. He does. Like, no, like, you you hate fucking clowns? Well, no, I enjoy fucking clowns. (laughs) But I I dislike clowns in general. They make me uncomfortable. I don't really like them. I don't like them touching me. I don't like them standing in close proximity, trying to jam a microphone down my throat. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Pickles the clown. Pickles a clown. Pickles a clown. Go follow him on Twitter. He's fucking awesome. Dude, he's a badass. Shampoo, he doesn't like you. (laughs) No, we'll get to why. He didn't like shampoo in a bit. Here's our fucking cosplayer. Boom, the montage. All right, Carlos here from Bud's Beers and Brutality Podcast with Miss Argentina 1939 from the famed Beetlejuice movie. And I'm, I just must say, you look amazing today. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. So you do a lot of these conventions? or This is actually my first horror convention that I've done, and the biggest one, actually, of a, like my whole life, which is pretty intense. I have not taken so many pictures ever before. <laughs> it, it's definitely a madhouse near today. Yeah. Uh, so is today the first day you've been here, then? Uh, we're actually, I'm here with a group called uh, She Was So Pretty, Dirt Candy Productions. We've got a movie that we're working on, so I came in with them and then just decided to cosplay. Excellent. 
how long did it take to uh, get you ready for all this today? This was five hours of body paint. I was really pumped that I cut it down from seven hours, though. So, uh, yeah, I woke up at about 7 o'clock this morning, made it down here around noon-ish, maybe. I've had to make a few adjustments and touch-ups throughout the day, but... I can only imagine. It's probably it's probably a long, drawn-out process for sure. Who needs sleep, right? <laughs> you know, I think we're in the same boat there. <laughs> So you're enjoying yourself then, having a good time? This is a lot of fun. I love it here. I think I'm going to come back every year now for from here on out. I actually do a, an old Greg. Are you guys familiar with the old Greg old from Mighty Boosh? Familiar with old Greg. Yeah, uh-huh. He's, he's way more fun because I just walk around flashing everybody because I got like a flashlight in my crotch and stuff. Yeah, I'm not like, I don't do the typical costumes, to, you know, usually. I like to have fun with it and get weird. So you're generally far more animated than... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're a silent character from the couch in Beetlejuice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, I'm Carlos here with Buds, Beers, and Brutality Podcast talking to a horrifying clown. Pickles, a clown. And so, A could be for whatever you want it to be. So it's terrifying for Ian and Chris. It's probably, yeah, uh, I'm going to say it's definitely, it stands for A, biggest childhood fear. I'm terrified just standing next to you, sir. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Well, I'm going to make you feel comfortable. I'm going to be in your room every night for the rest of your life, standing over your bed watching you. Thank you. Thank you for that. It's very much appreciated. And when you're really sad sometime, I'll just put you out of your misery, kid. You know, I think you're pretty much putting me there right now, if I'm going to be honest. So so what made you decide to to cosplay as a terrifying, horrible clown? Honestly? You love children? I hate clowns. (laughs) (laughs) I truly, I'm not afraid of them. You're like Batman in essence. You, so, you embrace your darkest fear. Yeah, somebody had this costume and I did as a goof and people liked it, but I, yeah, clowns, no. I don't do clowns. <laughs> this guy does clowns, right, Squirt? I am a clown. Yeah. Does that Actually, himself, which makes him the fact that he does, his, he does clowns. Yes. I don't even need makeup to be a clown. I think 90% of the hookers that he picks up, he dresses as clowns. I like those glasses. Do you want to oh, try them on? No. <laughs> Looks like you got a little poo on the side there. Blind, so you wouldn't be able to see. So there you go. There we go. That's true. That's and poo. you're? I am Chris. Chris. And you know why I wear these gloves, Chris? Well, I, like, I me? like touching these beards. But you know what? I read an article. There's so much fecal matter in these. And semen. And semen. From. It's true. It's true. Mostly himself. Absolutely myself, yeah. Yeah. You can suck it yourself. Absolutely. It looks Oh my God! Now this is the guy I'm really afraid now of. The Joker has just shown up. These guys are on a podcast. Tell me your name. My name is Joker, and I'm gonna kill all of you. That is terrifying. Yeah, that, that's amazing. This guy has been a big infor- information to me. Big information to me, haven't you? I think so. Yeah. I'm gonna say I, I love the Jack Nicholson Joker look. It's amazing. But it's more of the Dark Knight Returns look. But oh, you know. Oh, there you go. The green hair. Yeah, yeah it's just not quite as greasy, though. No. More no. well manicured. Exactly. More sophisticated, more just natural, more just like, oh, I'm just wonderful. I'm beautiful, and I love it. You did a good job actually imitating the voice from the uh, animated feature. It's absolutely fantastic. Thank you. I, I like to combine everything. Oh, yes. Go. Hold on for a second. Oh, God. I'm very uncomfortable, but kind of aroused right now. That is amazing. That is amazing. Thank you so much. Are we really? I'm here live with Count Chocula. Count? Yes. 
How much money you have near Days of the Dead count? How long have you been here? What? Yes, how long have you been here? About 200 years. Excellent. How much cereal have you sold at Days of the Dead? I give it away for charity. Oh, wow. That's very generous. Uh, how much does Blueberry actually suck? He really sucks. He's just a sheet with a face. Wow. You sound Middle Eastern, Count. Uh, where are you from? Uh, Transylvania. It is Middle Eastern. A little bit. How about... You got a question for the Count? Is it just positively sweltering in that costume? Absolutely. <laughs> I got a question for you. How long did that actually take to put together? Because you're like 13 feet tall, I swear to God. About a year. About a year? Yeah. Is it, uh, what's it made out of? Uh, it's sculpted on top. It's latex. And the feet are cat litter pails. Yes, yes they are. Absolutely. Accent. So, so, another question. How tall are you actually? Five foot six. That's so 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 we're we're basically looking eye to eye right now. Yes, that's amazing. Do they now, pay you exorbitant amounts of money to wear this costume? No, I do it for free. It's for the costume contest. We all thank you for this. Is this due to the Napoleon complex of being very short? Absolutely. My next one's gonna be twelve feet tall. Coming from it's a very small man. A very short person. Yes, very much. Excellent. Thank you so much, Count. Thank you. We love your cereal. Carlos here with Bud's Beers and Brutality Podcast. I got it right this time. I'm here with the cast of Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses. You know, do you guys want to introduce yourself real quick? It's the same cast, man. <laughs> Sid from Nick. Captain Spaulding. <laughs> Otis is shy. He's not shy in the Devil's Rejects, but he's shy today. Uh, Bijan Abazade is Otis. And I'm Ryan Maxwell's Baby Firefly. So you guys, you guys do a lot of these conventions. You guys come out quite a bit. All the time. Yeah, we come out pretty often. We actually is... traveled from Virginia for this. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. We came from Iowa, so you know we, we came out to try and cover a little bit. We got media passes, so we're like you know might as well take advantage. We're the press. Oh yeah. <laughs> we're the we're the amateur press here, so you know that's what we're doing. You know. Yeah. So so you guys been here all weekend or are you gonna yeah, all weekend? Yeah. yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome. You guys having a good time so far? Great time. Hell yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot of great costumes. You know, you guys you guys are some of the more top-tier ones we've seen so far. So. Thank you very much. Wow. We appreciate Thank you. that. Appreciate that. Uh, level. We're about to do something else next time. Yep. Yeah, we're actually going to go upstairs and change and then do another cosplay as well. Really? So are you guys are you guys, are you guys hitting a full day tomorrow, too? Oh, yeah. uh, no, we're, we're, we're going to stay probably till like, 2 tomorrow and then Which start driving back to Virginia. Day. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're doing too. We're here we're here to get as much as we can today and kinda you know and Jason might be making an appearance. Really? Yeah, we might have to top tier as you guys say. We have to see you then. Those are our best cosplays. We invest a lot of time into those, so who's Jason? Tip my cap to Freddie. <laughs> I got a question for Captain Spelling. How long did it take to put that on, your makeup? My brother took about two hours this morning, two and a half hours. I did the makeup. It was about two hours. It was actually my second go at it, and I just had the mask up next to his face and just looked at the mask and, and did it. Face the mask. It looks fantastic. And uh, did you uh, color your hair gray for this there, Otis? It's a wig, actually. A wig? Yeah. I was going to say, if you got her long haired Freddy later, that would have been kind of uh, weird. <laughs> oh, sorry there, sir. <laughs> also, this is Chris, by the way, from the show. It's Beer Buds. 
<laughs> it's Bud's beer, but thank you. Most people call us beer buds. I don't know why. Yeah, it's, it's very confusing. It's all the bees. And Bailey, how long did it take for you to put on your costume? Um, I don't know, maybe about 30 minutes. I just had to do my hair and throw on the clothes. <laughs> there's the first example you have of a woman taking less time here. Yes, yeah. that is actually. This is the first that, thing that's ever happened, though. I'm her boyfriend, and she takes forever to do everything. I feel you, man. My wife's the same way. So, yeah. Oh, there he is. Oh, he's back. Wow. We're in our Freddie and Jason cosplays. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, thank you guys very much. Much appreciated. Well, this is Shampoo Live here at the Days of the Dead, Indianapolis, live with Jason and Freddy Krueger. How you doing, Freddy? I'm great. How are you? I am excellent. How are you doing, Jason? Ready to kill. He doesn't. He doesn't he talk. Stink. I didn't know Jason even had a voice. That's incredible. So obviously, you guys are bitter enemies to the end. What the fuck are you doing together? For the fans, I guess. Jason, any words? It's pretty much what I expected. You guys look absolutely incredible, Freddie. Are you ready to take over anyone's dreams this weekend? Yeah, bitch. No one, no one's sleeping tonight. Excellent. No. Jason, any words? <sighs> Haunting. Absolutely incredible. Uh, I want to ask Freddie because he has a very badass glove on there. Who made your glove, man? Nightmares Unlimited. You can actually check him out on Facebook. Uh, he does awesome, awesome work. This glove was tailored by to do the Dream Warriors re replica part oh, three. Awesome. Uh, but he does from all the movies and custom ones. I'm actually working on a uh, mash of reanimator Freddy Krueger cosplay and he's building me a glove with the green syringes and all of that stuff. So, that's so you're, gonna, you're gonna have the Terran Kill glove yes. from three. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, by the way, I'm looking at the chain. I'm assuming you're the new blood, Jason. Of course, a little absolutely. mash up. Got the weight to it. Well, now I know if you come after me, all I got to have is a boat propeller, and I'm good to go. So uh, thank you so much, dude. You guys are awesome, like true you know, awesome cosplayers. So one last question. So, Freddie, the, the same guy who made your glove, is that who made your, your hand and your face mask? Oh, no. My mask is done by Brian Wright of WFX. You can uh, check his stuff out on Facebook as well. He does excellent, excellent work. Yeah, it looks absolutely fantastic. The burnt hand and tendons look tremendous. Your sweater uh, and your shoes, every, every part of your costume is absolutely top-notch. Thank you. Thank you very much. I worked a lot, very hard on it. This pants, actually weathered myself. Okay. And uh, the sweater I got sent off and weathered on eBay. Yeah, it looks absolutely tremendous. Um, I'm sure you guys are going to scare the shit out of plenty of children this weekend. I plan on it. It's what it's all about. I love scaring the shit out of people, and I love Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Jason, how do you feel about scaring the shit out of children? Oh, it's my dream come true. All right, and any any comments on uh, where your costume came from, your machete, your gloves, your jacket, the chains, everything looks absolutely tremendous. All mashup. Uh, truthfully, Jason 7 came from the inspiration. Got the chain, everything. I wanted to do Jason 6, Jason 7, kind of, but Jason 7 has my heart. Did you did you do the work yourself? I mashed up the jacket, everything else I got on Etsy, the chain from Home Depot, but the sword I made fake blood with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it looks absolutely absolutely tremendous. You were gonna scare the shit out of plenty of children this weekend. Thank you, my friend. All right. Thank you. Have a great weekend. All right.
I mean to cut you off there, big boy. Man. Oh no, dude! Yeah, yeah. I cut you off. Every once in a while, I just like I feel I feel the fucking power between my legs, brother. Oh no, you that was a great intro. And hey, if, great if, intro. if you're if you're listening and you're one of the people that we talked to, thanks for talking to us. You <laughs> yes, thank awesome. you. Really fucking cool. I mean, uh, I don't check out our Instagram if you want to see some of the the costumes that people had. We we took some pretty cool pictures of some. Oh yeah. So then, Saturday, came to a. I'm not going to say screeching halt because it kind of just like you know, everything kind of blends. We together. weren't uh, expecting it to, because it went so late Friday. We weren't, yeah. yeah we like weren't expecting that it yeah, ended it, it, at 7.30 yeah, on it was Saturday. Just, it was just like, boom, and everyone just started packing up their stuff. Oh, we, we did forget one thing. Mm. So the convention was 90% horror. That's not, right. 9% pro wrestling. That's like right. Lita was there and like... I stopped and talked to the Godfather, and yeah, he saw right. he saw uh, the three B shirt I was wearing, and was like, "Hey, what's on your shirt?" And I was like, "Oh, it's a podcast." Gave him our card, and he looked at me. He's like, "Can I keep this?" I was like, "Yeah, man, you can keep the card. Yeah. That's yeah, absolutely." And he's like, "I might check that out." You run the hoe train. You yeah. can keep whatever card you want. He did run the hoe train. Yeah, yeah and he then, was there the next day. I think it's Papa Shunga. Yeah, and so yeah, it was nine percent pro wrestling, and then one percent Red Ranger. Yep, there was a Power Ranger there. Oh, there was a Power Ranger there. Was, but not the Red Ranger that... When we say the Red Ranger, not Jason. Not the Red Ranger that <laughs> we all know and love. not fucking Jason. Not <laughs> fucking Jason. It all... See, the, it all just came together. The circle's complete. Yep, yep. There we go. It was Rocky. If you remember Rocky, the replacement Red Which, Ranger. It's funny that he's not the Red Ranger that everyone thinks of, because he was the Red Ranger for like 35 he was, years. He was longer than, than Jason was, <laughs> but yeah. Years. It's funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so after the convention ends on Saturday, we find ourselves going to the bar. The, the hotel, hotel bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the the idea being, like, I, I had enough to drink, and I was responsible for getting us home, and, like, you guys wanted to, to keep drinking a little bit, and I was like, I needed, like, an hour to just, like, sober to up. To sober and, up. And, and so get you us did. Back. And, yeah, I did. And, um, For about... Ten minutes. No, it was longer. <laughs> than that. We, were, we were at the bar for about an hour. Um, we were. Uh, well, remember you guys talked to Ken Forey. Well, yes. Well, we yeah. were sitting there. You were talking to. We met a, a lovely lady. Lily Lovecraft. 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 Yeah, she does she's... a show out of Chicago. If you get a chance to check her out, I'm sure she's probably about everywhere. Um, right. Really cool. Really cool chick. Uh, I was talking to her for a while, and she came and joined us at our table, and then. But, the night. Yeah. Before before we actually moved to the table, it was crazy. So Carlos is talking to Lilith, and Chris and I are just like, well, you know, uh, cool yeah, day, we're, fun we're, day. Yeah. And there's a there's an open seat next to me, and in walks Ken Forey and just sits down. And we sort of exchange a look like, what the fuck? Yeah, right. And, uh, a lot of those looks that night. Yeah. And there was, like, something on ESPN, and, and Chris said something about, like, I think it was even like horse racing or something, and I just was like, "So Ken, uh, much of a sports fan?" And he just like goes in about boxing. And, and we, yeah, it was the Pacquiao. Yeah, it was fight the, the Pacquiao. Night. It was Pacquiao horn. horn, horn yeah. yeah. So yeah, we start talking to Ken Furry about boxing, boxing for like a, an hour, and, and then I found out he was from Indiana. And I was like, "Oh well, I'm also originally from Indiana. Uh, I'm from Logan Sport. <laughs> Have you ever heard of that?" And he's like, Logan Sport? He's like, back in my day when we used to play basketball, we used to be terrified of going down there and playing you country boys, which is literally the only time in my entire life I've been called a country boy. The best part, though, <laughs> is you were Ford. like, well, I'm from a town called Logan Sport. You've never heard of it. And he was like, Logan Sport? I know Logan Sport. <laughs> <laughs> it was It was, it really was surreal. Cool. It, it was surreal. It, he sat there and talked to us for about an hour to the point to where like, he had some sort of introduction he had to do. Mm-hmm. And like he asked me the time a couple of times. 
And I want to say that he was enthralled enough in the conversation to where he just sat there and kept talking to us. We made him late for whatever his engagement was because he asked me the time and I told him, he was like, oh shit, really? I got to go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Gigantic human being. He's one of the biggest people I've ever met. He was huge. He shakes your hand and it just swallows your hand. It was like being a little kid and shaking your dad's hand. Yeah, right? It was was ridiculous. So cool. Like he is such a nice guy guy yeah if you get a chance to ever meet him at a, at a con or, or wherever he is such a nice guy so approachable couldn't have been cooler ken Furry was a, a highlight of the weekend for me yeah he was very 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 cool and we saw him later and he had watched the the, the pacquiao horn fight yeah and we saw him later he came down the bar we're like oh and and you know for people who don't know uh, or who aren't boxing fans it was a huge Upset because Horn beat Pacquiao, and, it, uh, and a lot of people yeah. thought it was very con- it was very controversial. Yeah, most people were saying Pacquiao beat the shit. Oh out yeah, of yeah, yeah. And uh, so he comes down, and we're like, "Hey, can you fucking believe that fucking Pacquiao lost?" And he's like, "I was just watching." He's like, "He he lost what? He obviously just thought Pacquiao had won and and left and and did not stay for the decision." Yeah, which, he was a little shocked. So yeah. it was cool. Yeah. It was it was a very cool organic meeting. Like yeah. obviously we're in a place where all these celebrities are and, and the guests, so it's it's only somewhat organic. But like he wasn't at a booth. We weren't going up to him because he was the days of no. the dead guy. It was like just meeting someone in a bar, except it just happened to be Ken Forey. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Um, you know these they're these are just people. Yeah, they're just people, and they would just want to shoot the shit about boxing or whatever, just like anybody else. We, not once did we talk about any movies or any acting. No, we talked about nothing. his his business that he used to own a restaurant, and it was yeah, it was just it was fucking it was awesome. cool. Yeah, it was awesome. And so at that point we. You know, we, we we didn't get to though yet, or the, the we actually table. skipped something. <laughs> we skipped something, and that was when we first got in the bar. There were no tables, no no seats at the bar, so we had to uh, go sit on this little couch type thing uh, in the goddamn in, in the, corner in the, in the corner of the room with the pool table. And these dudes were playing pool, and like a couple times I had to like move so I didn't get hit with a stick. But at that point, Carlos gets bored and. Out comes the switchblade. <laughs> you guys might sense a, a recurring theme here with that yeah. switchblade. Switch it's fairly new. It's probably my new favorite toy. It's the funnest thing in the universe. It really is. We so yeah, this dude, they it. saw it. They saw me. Oh, they it saw it. I wonder if they were nervous. Like, are we about to get stabbed? Like, fuck. Did, did we I'll tell you what. They take... didn't ask me to move so they could hit a shot the rest of the time. Like, we fuck, were did we accidentally there. steal these guys' quarters? Did they want the next game? What's going on? <laughs> I'll stab motherfucker for 25 cents. <laughs> It's quarter. It's quarter. So we we end up at a table, though, with uh, Lilith. Yep, Lilith. And she had a couple people that she was Yeah, she brought a couple people over from the bar. They're hanging out. We were all hanging out in a group, just being the uh, convention goers and everything. And then we ended up. Well, we started talking to her because she's got you a know, show. We, uh, we yeah. have a show. She has she has a, a radio show, a TV Very show, and, a, and yeah. a TV show. Yeah. She's an Elvira type girl. Mm-hmm. And so we all just kind of started shooting the shit about you know playing uh, what we do on our shows and, mm-hmm. and and different things like that. Talked about the promoter and the how promoter cool he was. And, yeah. uh, uh, how accommodating he was with the whole mm-hmm. the whole setup and Talking getting his passes and everything. Meeting different celebrities, yeah. things like that. Yeah, you know, it was, it was interviewing. Really cool. yeah. It was really cool because it was somebody in the same kind of position, though 
probably much further along than we are. Right, like, absolutely. You know, um, it was pretty cool to talk to her, and she was a really cool chick. Like I said, check out her show. Absolutely. Definitely. We may be making an appearance on that show yeah, at some point in the future, could and she be. may be on our show as well. Yeah, hopefully. So hopefully. We have been in contact. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah we, we made a lot of really uh, interesting connections with absolutely. a lot of people. Yeah, so this is the night progresses. Is the night well? Is the night the, the night at this point? This point right here is the line in the sand of the night. Yeah, this is where. And then we jump. Like, right. This is where we jump the fucking. We were a fucking Fonzie jumping the fucking yeah, at, shark. At dude. this point, I'm still not drinking. I'm sobering up. I'm like stone cold sober at this point. I'm like, I you know. We we're gonna drive out. home soon. Like, yeah, like we can hang out as long as we want. I'm good to drive, whatever. And then, uh, and then we met Stacy. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> Melissa Rose's friend uh, from the the interview a little bit earlier, Stacy Pippi, is walking by, and I'm just like Stacy, and she she was She's so like, surprised. That's my name. She was, she was so surprised to just randomly get recognized, and was like, "That's that's my name. That's me." <laughs> and we end up going out and smoking cigarettes and just talking and while we're out there Larry uh, comes walking uh, up. Here comes Larry. Larry comes uh, walking up out of nowhere. I guess he had just went out to dinner with his friend who he's like, hey, uh, have I introduced you guys to my friend Adrian? It was Adrian King. Yeah. The original final girl of the Friday the 13th just, series. And like that's when I started fanboying because I'm like, oh my god, like that's my franchise, yep. man. And, and so we're standing there with Stacy and Larry and Adrian and the Red fucking Ranger. Yeah, the Red Ranger came out, and then uh, uh, there was uh, another actress, uh, Aaron uh, Budasov, came mm-hmm. up, and um, the Red Ranger was hitting on her. Oh, yes. Uh, and she was not having any of it. No, because her wife was yeah, nearby. She Her... <laughs> Her sail doesn't swing that way. No, nope. um, she was lovely, by the was, way, as well. We hung out with her a lot, and like, her wife. And oh god, why Stephanie, am I Stephanie, Stephanie Hensley? Stephanie was, was wife, awesome. And, uh, yeah, it was it was really cool. We hit it off because apparently we had like a ton of things in common. Mm-hmm. Like she had like the fucking never ending story and D and D dice tattooed on her, and like it was it was really fucking cool. And and so do we. Do we skip the shampoo embarrassing himself part? <laughs> well, that that happened a little bit later. A little bit later. Are we going to give say, a play-by-play of our entire night? I mean, come on. No, that's what yeah. we've been what doing. Highlights. This is right. highlights. So, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I want to say something about highlights in the Red Ranger. Uh, at one point when he was hitting, <laughs> when he was hitting on uh, Aaron and he did like... She took him down. He did a fucking flip. That dude is a real legit martial oh, artist. Oh yeah, he's like a fifth degree black belt in taekwondo. Fucking black belt. In <laughs> you can tell he is. He's kept up on things. Yeah. Uh, but poor Rocky. Yeah. He, poor poor Rocky. He was he was just trying to to find some company. Personally, that night, met and it wasn't nobody. working out. Is that out. what we're gonna call it? He's trying to find some company. Poor <laughs> Rocky trying to find some company. Because <laughs> yeah. the way I heard it, <laughs> Here we, uh, from every single cosplayer and chick there was like, dude, you. Did the Red Ranger try and fuck you? They're like, yeah, Red Ranger tried and fuck me. <laughs> yeah. And it's like they're all trading war stories of being hit on by the Red by Ranger. the Red Ranger. We like, met no less than celebrity like, pass. Hope he knows he's not getting this back. We met no less than like four or five people who were like, yeah, no. Nah. But he tried. He did. He he did try. He tried. He was at the wrong lot. venue. <laughs> he gave his VIP party pass. To a cosplayer. To, to a cosplayer. She was very and cool. And she's too. like, I'm not going up there, but he's not getting this back. Yeah. Right. Needless so. to say, he's not getting this back. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that would be considered the tale of the Red Ranger. The tale of the Red Ranger. Yeah. Poor Sorry, guy. Sorry, I probably could have had better luck than he did that night. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Red Ranger was. Uh, Striking out. He's striking out left and right. Bad batting average. Well, uh, one of the, the coolest parts, like, we go back into the bar, 
and Felissa comes down, yep. sees Carlos, and just goes, oh, hey, Carlos. <laughs> yeah. We get along. <laughs> you guys, you guys uh, were fans. Yeah, being yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, of course. Innocent so, platonic friendship. So at this point, Shampoo has decided to stop being sober, and he starts drinking beers. Yeah. <laughs> I started drinking pretty much as soon as uh, as soon as we went outside and came back in, and we were like, "All right, so get Larry and Adrian." And, you know, Aaron and Felissa and Stacy are all there and like, you know what? We're just going to party tonight. We'll take an Uber back, whatever. We're all hanging out in this group of people that we did not fit into. One, One of these bit. things is not like the Three. other. Yeah. Three of these things. Yeah, it was. And, you know, me and Chris were having like a very level-headed conversation about it off to the side. Like, damn, can you believe we're hanging out with these people? You? <laughs> not so much. Oh, this is after Larry came down. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. uh... Chris, yeah. take it from here. Oh, well, Larry, Larry, Larry came down, and then Felissa showed up, and, you know, we were mostly shooting the shit with Larry, uh, Larry Zerner, Shelly, mm-hmm. and, uh... Oh, all sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff. Which, by the way, Larry is he's fucking, fucking awesome. awesome. Yeah, he's a cool <laughs> He is dude. one of my favorite people now. Like, he, he's such a great dude. Like, uh... Shit, Larry basically just came down to the bar and and talked to us yeah, pretty yeah, much mean, the whole he, time he was there. He like we just like, kind of hung out. In a, he wasn't a drinking. He was just hanging out and talking, shooting the shit, Super and uh, for like four hours. But then Felissa comes up, uh, and she's there. And then uh, Felissa is like, "Oh, Larry, Larry uh, th- this girl really wants to meet you." And at this point, they become a, a circle, all talking amongst each other. So. Carlos and I are at the bar at this point, and we're just like, oh, okay. And we're just kind of, like he said, having just a normal conversation. And Shampoo's standing to the outside of the circle, and then he starts to creep and creep closer to Felissa. And at this point, he's literally, like, standing right behind Felissa, with her, and her back is to him. Oh, see, and I think you're you're giving me too credit about being sly. I just I didn't think you were sly, no, but no, you, that's what I mean. You I just saw you lurking. You you, you lurked. Lurking. You you didn't started, you didn't just walk right over. You slowly like made your way around the we circle. We started giving you the yeah, and we were like, get yeah. back like, no. over here. Yeah, no. and I was like, no, I'm not having any of that. I was too drunk at that point. Well, oh no, no, no you here. said I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just you're like, listening. I'm just listening. I'm not gonna say anything. We're That's exactly this. what you we're told us. We're mouthing this across the bar. You're like, I'm just <laughs> you're like, listening. I'm not gonna say. And when we say across the bar, we were like two feet away from. But each we're like, no. We're like, get no, over here. no, no, no. We're pointing, cut, we're pointing cut. down directly in front of us. Like, <laughs> get over here. Yeah, he won't. Yeah, I was, I was not having any of that. I was like, no. He was on a mission. I was like, I'm a goddamn adult. You're not going to tell me what to do? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, you weren't an adult at that point. <laughs> I was still an adult at that point. It was later that... I was and, right and it's not like you were moment. just like, no, no. You weren't You weren't like that because you literally said, I'm not going to say anything. We're like, good. Yeah, gosh, no, no. I, I didn't say that. That's what I was thinking in my head. <laughs> oh, no, that's what you said. You mouthed it. No, I mean the no, oh, no. No, no yeah, you no. said, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just listening. We're like, okay. All right, we adult. trust him. He's he an adult. himself. We were dead wrong. <laughs> Very wrong. Because he interjects himself in the conversation, and then it goes to, Larry, I'm going to build your ego up. Felissa, I'm going to tear yours down a little bit with this next comment. You said and something along those like, lines to them. What the fuck are That's you doing? That's when, oh my god. Carlos has an itchy trigger finger at this point on the switchblade in his pocket. I was thinking. Uh, but after you said that, it, it was just odd because... Literally, like, 30 seconds later, like, everyone just dispersed. Like, 
Yeah, it, was it evaporated. Like cockroaches scattering out of the fucking fresh lead. <laughs> Except Larry. Larry gonna, stuck around. To be fair, though, it elicited a really good laugh from from the little crowd. I bet um, Larry thought it was great. <laughs> Larry stuck around, so he must have been. He pleased. thought it. You didn't. He thought Larry it was funny. did. Yeah. You disappeared. I don't know what the hell happened to you. Oh, that was way. That later. was later. That was way later. Yeah, you have to excuse me. I was wasted. I was gonna say that was like three we were all wasted. That was like three and a half hours later. I'm actually uh, surprised we're we're able to have such a good recollection of this, considering how fucking wasted. That can't be understated. It's a three. We were effort. all at this point, and by the way, let's just do the count, like. We had seven beers before we walked in. We had at least like five Bud Lights each while we were there. A bottle of Bushmills yep. myself. Yep. And then once we got to the bar, we started pounding. We were pounding the Boston IPAs Lager. and you were pounding all of us. And we must have each had a, quite a few of those too. It's worth noting, this is not where the GoFundMe money went. Yeah, that's a we lot. Did, we did not spend that on all of our alcohol. No, I paid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Carlos was was definitely our sugar daddy. He was our night. sugar daddy that night. Yeah. I was only wearing pants for a small fraction of the time. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know how to react to that <laughs> comment. Okay. That just okay. that just killed the conversation. That's Thank right. you, Carlos. Yeah, no problem. No uh, problem. So basically, the next few hours were just a lot of drinking, a lot of going outside and chatting with people. Mm-hmm. Nothing too. Oh. You directly insulted Pickles. I was going to say... we. Oh, yeah, well, that well, here's was... Here's the thing. Pickles was fucking everywhere. He was in the park. Everywhere we when went. I went he, outside, was, he would he show up. He was stalking when I, you, Carlos. When I, when I wandered off, uh, like, away from you guys and disappeared, Pickles was there. He was everywhere. Shampoo tried to have a heart-to-heart with me about how I don't like him. <laughs> it was fucking great, because yeah. everybody knows I don't. <laughs> but I'm like, no, man, I like you. Yeah, I no, like you just fine. It's fine. And so I made him feel even more awkward than he already was, which was I, I, plenty. I think, I think I was too drunk to be awkward at that point. No, trust me, you pushed it further and further. <laughs> Every time we thought that you couldn't have go any further, you went a little further. I did. You were pushing the envelope. I did. Of awkwardness. Yeah, so uh, we, we run back into Pickles, and uh, uh, I actually don't remember doing Oh, this you part. did it. Oh, I remember. No, no, I, I 100% believe you. Yeah. What was the exact phrase that was screamed there, Hey, Carlos? Pickles, you're a fucking douchebag. <laughs> I, I mean, I like put my hand up like, whew, not oh, me. Sorry, <laughs> Pickles. Shampoo took an aggressive fucking front foot stance at that point. Pickles looked over his shoulder and it was just kind of like, Huh? Yeah, man, fuck you. <laughs> and turn back around. Thank Pickles God wasn't phased. You know why? Because Pickles is fucking everywhere at cons That dude, I, I am convinced that he can teleport. Uh, he, maybe Jason. He's like Jason. Yeah, he's he's Shadow like Jason. Step. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, we proceed to get more fucked up in the night. Mm-hmm. I mean, shampoo disappears for a good 40 minutes. What was my what was my state when I came back? Not good. <laughs> no. Because no. me and Chris were talking about how we're going to fucking leave you there and fuck you. And that was pretty <laughs> much that was the general Well, poem. he went off with Stacy and I was like, well, hold on. Carlos is, is paying the bar tab right now. Like, hold on a second. Like, uh, we're going to lose you. And you're just like, I don't care. Like, you're, it's like he. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. <laughs> and yeah, so we had to walk around looking for you for a while. But the weird thing was when we saw you again, 
things were very off. Things had gone south. Very, very, very south. And you told us I didn't even fucking drink while you were separated. I didn't have a single drop. Yeah. I think he's lying or he was drugged. Someone slipped him a Mickey. Yep. That was pretty much the theme after that. Things things were not great. Like, I... I was very, uh, very intoxicated. Very. Um, we had, all were, had, like, though. a crazy migraine that came out of nowhere, and, like, I, yeah. I was... It yeah, that happened at... So, we left, obviously. Took we ended up... Yeah, we yeah, took an Uber, took an Uber, to, an Uber to the hotel, and then we were like, well, you know what? Let's fucking... Go back let's to go back White to Castle. White Castle. So that was the so only we, thing open for... So, food. we walked over to fucking White Castle... And uh, and that's when things really took the south turn, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had a intense heart to heart in the parking lot. <laughs> I was I was having nothing. I was on the phone. <laughs> he, he was, was on, on the, the phone. phone. And I just he hear like, you know what? You go inside and order your fucking food because I want to go back to the hotel room. Fuck you. And I'm, I'm just like, what the fuck is this midget screaming about? And then so, I... Then <laughs> well, I remember when he finally <laughs> caught wind. So anyway, this is this is going on. Yes, when and you caught wind was one of the funniest things. Because you're like, what are you guys... What are you talking about? And then he turns around. He's like, get inside and order your food now. And your direct response was... I'll fuck you up, shampoo. Like that was exactly what you said. And what, like, how does fuck, he respond? Please don't. Please don't. And I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> I, yeah, that took the window. So I'm like, oh, you know what, man? Fuck no. It was no, it was no. really bad. I had like I had like a fucking meltdown, and I was like yelling. And then as soon as it was done, I was just like, I'm sorry. You had a moment of clarity. Yeah, I was just like, I'm. Get I was like, rolled in the parking lot of a it white wasn't, castle. It wasn't even just by like, my two. I'm not gonna say best friends. I'll say podcast mate. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so like I had I had that moment. I was freaking out, and as soon as it happened, I was just like, "God damn it, no, don't do this!" And I apologized profusely, and I was just like, "I just I'm fucked up, and I got a headache, and I just want to like go fucking back to the hotel room." So he was. And that's when I and, and that's when I broke, and like oh, I was yeah. like, "No, the apologies mean nothing at this yeah, point." I, I went inside to order my White Castle because as soon as he's like, "Please, sir, don't kick my ass," I'm like, "Yeah, well, you know, that's over." Like you so. would you would kick my ass if we were both sober. At that point, it wouldn't have even it would be like beating up someone in a wheelchair that's how easy Dude, it would have I been I was holding myself up on a trash can while I was talking to the <laughs> I was thinking about puking in it like let's be real I was fucking trash so but anyway when you're like please don't I was like uh you know I, don't, I guess this conversation's over so I went inside and ordered my chicken burgers uh, I can't eat another fucking slider and uh a so case of chicken burgers I'm, a case of chicken burgers I'm inside and ordering my food just smiling at the people behind the counter and I just hear Chris ripping into shampoo outside. <laughs> and I'm like trying to like, uh, I'm trying to play like it's not happening. I'm like, so how's your guys night going? Pretty busy late? You know, like, oh, what's up? And that was pretty much it. We got our food. We left. Got my chicken burgers. We walked back to the hotel and we got inside. You know, well, you went up ahead of us. Chris and I were outside. Yeah, I was just like, like at that point, like Chris had kind of calmed down enough to where he didn't want me to die. Um, and just like gave me the room key and was like, you're going to make it. And I was just like, no, Maybe. but I'm going to try. <laughs> I made it up to the room. I had a bag of fucking sliders and chicken rings, set it next to the, the couch bed and immediately fell asleep. Yes. We I don't even in. know if I took my shoes off. We walked in and I was like, 
fuck him. And I took your bag of burgers. <laughs> and I ate a lot of them. And that's when, yeah, we we just kind of settled in, ate uh, quite a few chicken burgers, chicken wasted. White Castle sliders, wasted. And that's how that night ended. The next morning. Uh, so Saturday, yes. 95% one of the greatest moments ever. 5% not, not ideal. Sunday yes. morning, 100%. Fucked up. Fuck. Yeah, I was awoken that morning by you being like, you you yelled something because the fart that you had just made, <laughs> how it had smelled. And that's what started my morning off was you cursing your own fart. Because it woke me up. <laughs> well, it woke, woke me up by proxy. It was like, that smells just like White Castle. And I actually laid one of those, and like I had went and took a shower and stuff, and when I walked out, I remember being like, yeah, I farted while I was in the shower, and it smelled just like fucking chicken sliders yeah, from White Castle. Somehow, then, I was the first one to wake up. I like... Because you had known... That you fucked up. Yeah, no, and I like I remembered almost everything, which is weird. Um, so I go, I, I take a shower, and in the only way that you can when you're that level of hungover, just like every couple of minutes, you're just like, ah, fuck, like just it was it was all bad, hundred percent bad, awful. Um, we had to check out of the room. I woke up at like eight thirty, uh, just sat on the edge of the bed for thirty minutes, just like no. Nope. That was actually the first word that came out of my mouth. I just no. woke up and went, no. <laughs> <laughs> then you also, you re-woke us up with like, guys, I lost everything. <laughs> Everything's yes. gone. So I had a moment. We, we were recording everything on my, my Microsoft Surface tablet and couldn't fucking find it at all. It, like, I found everything. I had the mic, had my headphones, had all my bags, clothes, everything. Couldn't find that fucking tablet. Uh, so I had a mini meltdown of mm-hmm. like... Okay, we came here. We got to go fund me. We met all these people. We did all these interviews. People are going to be expecting all this stuff from us. And instead, we're going to have to record an episode just being like, uh, we got drunk and lost everything. Yeah. Sorry. Did we go or not? Did we take your money? Find out next week. <laughs> Find out never. Right. Um, yeah, so we had like a like a 90-minute stretch where we thought everything was gone. I we had were, a 90-minute stretch where I wasn't even comfortable making fun of shampoo. Because he was so down on himself, he threw so, his own toothbrush away. No, that was the best. He left to go look for. I think you went to the, the lobby, the lobby yeah. or something. And I went to I went to like check with the lost and found and, and made some phone calls. We we were having a discussion like, well, do we do we like pile on or or is you know is I he gonna can. kill? Yeah, and then I remember looking down and in the trash can was his toothbrush. And this little card he was so excited about with Dick Shark on it that he got from Days of the Dead. And I'm like, oh my God, he like had a meltdown. He's like, fuck my toothbrush, fuck my Dick Shark. <laughs> Dick Shark anymore. <laughs> I was yeah. like, throwing things away. I can't even bag on him. We can't. He's going to kill himself anyway. Yeah. The funny thing is, like, I meant to throw that toothbrush away. It was like a disposable <laughs> toothbrush. I had no intention of keeping it. It uh, looked like you did it in a fit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what it looked like. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. Toothbrush. I hate Dick Shark. Shark. So we were gonna go back to the gas uh, station, and then shampoo just like, oh hey, I found it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 we were sitting at a stoplight because uh, we were gonna go back to the the gas station we were at the night before. Because for whatever reason, whenever we went to the gas station, uh, I guess I thought that I brought the surface with me. I'm not really sure what our our line of reasoning was for thinking it was it gonna was, be there. It was look anywhere. Yeah, it was just like it's got to be somewhere. 
Uh, so we're at the stoplight, and I just look over to my right, and it's in between the seat and the center console, and I just went, there it is. <laughs> That's it. And that was he it. He redeemed it was so anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah. He redeemed himself at so, that moment. Yep. We, we uh, roll up for day three of days. We're on a really strict time schedule at that point. Uh, we we were mostly only going back because... Because we had uh, set up interviews. Bill oh, Mosley specifically gave us a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to the parking lot. And Kane said if he wasn't busy, uh, like there weren't people like yeah. at his table or anything with, that he yeah, would... And yeah. Sid and, uh, but there were people at yeah. those guys' tables. Yeah. And we didn't have much time. And Bill Mosley canceled. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's the thing. We got into the parking lot, and I think it was Chris pulled up his Twitter, and he just went, Bill Mosley's not here today. And it was like that kind of tone and inflection. In he his said he was setting. sick. He said he was sick, but yeah, <laughs> with some brown bottle flu. Slightly skeptical of that. Yeah. It was. It was. You know what? Let's let's roll the clip of how we sounded Sunday morning. Oh God, I felt fine. <laughs> hey, this is Shampoo with Buds, Beers, and Brutality, live from Day Three at Days of the Dead, Indianapolis, and in typical three B fashion. We had way too much fun last night, and we're in really rough shape. Ugh. I don't want the microphone. This is Chris from Days of the Dead. I want to fucking die right now. Uh, we were up till 4 or 5. I don't fucking remember. But we got up at like 9 a.m. Yep. Came here. It's, it's really fucking hot and bright and humid. And that's even more awful. Yeah, how about you, Carlos? Do you also want to, to die? Because I want to die. No, I'm feeling pretty good. No, I'm fine. It's mostly just the White Castle that's wreaking havoc on my guts right now. <laughs> Don't have that in Iowa. Yeah, and then, you know, we almost got into like a Battle Royale podcast showdown in the parking lot. That was fun. Oh, the White Castle. The White Castle. That was, that was a highlight of the trip. All that and more on this episode of Bud's Beers and... Fuck you guys know. Although last night was pretty fun. <laughs> Shut up, shampoo. You don't need the last word. Yeah, you can yeah, just that was... hear the defeat. Oh, so much defeat and <laughs> shame and just everything. Uh, we didn't stick around too much on, on uh, day three. Yeah. We weren't able to get any interviews. We went and on said that goodbyes. To, like, we said bye to Larry, yeah, Larry and, and um, met up with. Aaron and, and Felissa. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and that was that was pretty much how that... It was a kind of an anticlimactic day, but I think we did enough on Saturday to sort of make up for it. But No, I think... Not only did we say goodbye to Felissa, I think we were all afraid to approach her. Well, there was and a... Poo embarrassed us all. <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah. That's pretty much that. Was yeah, that, 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 that was that's the pretty much of it. The dead yeah, the uh, Yeah. We... I want to mention the drive home quick. Because we were so tired of White Castle that all we wanted was a Taco Bell. Just Taco Bell. Just one Taco Bell. I don't Bell. think any of us are ever going to have White Castle ever again. Never again. I'll never nope, never, no. ever, ever. Could go for some Waffle House hash browns again. Yeah. yeah for sure. I won't not a steak. steak. Not a steak. steak. <laughs> not going to the bathroom there either. No. 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 <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're, we're on the way back. and We just, just want like, a Taco Bell. Taco Bell. And all we keep fucking seeing are McDonald's. Subway and Arby's. How many and, miles and did, did from the time we said we want a Taco Bell did it take to find one? Almost 200. We yeah. didn't get to a Taco Bell until we were deep into Illinois. 
so yeah. deep. And so it, it we Peoria. finally we found it. One we went from Indianapolis yep. to fucking Peoria before we found a Taco Bell. And this is a great way to close this episode out because this is essentially the end. But we got our Taco Bell and we were able to do it because you made a correct decision. And Carlos pointed it out, and I said, well, he was due. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that is a good way to end this we episode. We did forget one thing. What did we forget? We were actually going to stop and buy some beer on Sunday. Oh, so fuck. Indiana in the state of Indianapolis or in the state of Indiana decided that uh, you can't buy beer on Sunday. Nope. They we, stopped selling it at midnight. We were not aware of this, so that was going to be the last thing we did before we left town buy some some Three Floyds or some Ling. Oh, Switchblade just came out. Oh, Hi, Mr. Switchblade. I'm just staring at it and it's like mesmerizing. But yeah, Indiana, you get bad marks for that because yeah. no beer on Sunday. That was bullshit. I wanted to bring home some Yingling. I couldn't do that. Indiana, damn yous. Oh. Yeah, if you're a lawmaker. <laughs> He's gonna shank you, Indiana. <laughs> yeah, so that that's it. That is the Days of the Dead. Cafe Fe. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Once again, thank everybody who contributed and helped us get there. We hope you're listening. We you love you so much for that. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as... There's no way you're going to enjoy it as much as we enjoyed Days of the Dead, but... Because <laughs> yeah. it was, the, it was amazing. But we yeah, we love you all. Check us out. 3B Horror Pod. iTunes. Podfix.com. iTunes. Stitcher. Uh, if you want to leave a rate and review on iTunes, that'd be fantastic. Uh, follow us on Twitter, our Facebook, all at 3B Horror Pod as usual. Brian, this Shampoo, is usually the point. Webcam show. This is webcam, which will be coming to a laptop near you. <laughs> no one wants to watch that <laughs> shit. They're gonna anyway now. That's happening. Just roll you with get it. A direct link. Usually, this is the point of the show where Brandon closes us out. He is not here. Carlos, you want to close the show out? Mucho gusto. Hasta luego. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.